ABC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Hang on, I'm just looking for an aspirin. I've been all right. It's only I've just sat down. I've got a headache. Hang on. Let's um. Uh. Oh, let's do some of these. Go. There we go. Let's do this one. Oh no, not that one. Kikiriki. Here we go. And um. Where, whatever happened to Archie? Truthfully, it's at my nose. Who knows? He may no longer. Archie, if you're listening, could you give us a call? It's a new phone number. You probably don't know it. Hang on a second. This this might be Archie. Hello, line one. Is that Archie? No, Greeky Lion. Ah, Greeky Lion, yes. Okay, so he's well. If anyone knows where Archie is, 0845 6060 Just the telephone number to call us throughout the evening. It's Monday. Are you ready for another week, kids? Shall we begin the week? Shall we? Shall we? Do you want a paracetamol? Have you got some? Yeah. Yeah, let's have a one. Let's go nuts. Let's go nuts, shall we? Ah, ah, let's start the week, then. Woo! I'll, t- I'll take this phone call then, shall I? While Chris is messing around as a pharmacist. Line one, he's on the wireless, isn't it? Good evening. Good evening. How are you, Julie? Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. I am on top of the. Wa- I watched three films this weekend. Three films. And they were called. One of them was called The Heartbreak Kid, starring Ben Stiller. Yeah. One of them was called Twenty Eight Weeks Later. That's a good one. Yes. Another one was called Bullet in the Head. John Woo. A little bit disappointing. Some good bits in it, but a what bit... What's the dis- best one you like, Ian? Well, I liked... Um, uh, 28 Weeks Later, I thought was brilliant. Yeah, that's a good one. It was... It was very... Oh, thank you, Chris. I don't need water, because I'm not a lady, but I'll, I'll have some yeah. anyway. Uh, I thought... There's some calls there, Chris. Could you, could you do your job and take them? Hi. Yes. I thought 28 Weeks Later, the sequel to 28 Days Later, the zombie movie, was very, very scary. Very scary it indeed. Was really uh, better than the first one. Yeah, it's good though, isn't it? Mm. So how was your week, weekend, uh, Ian? Was it all right? Brilliant. Yeah. Had a brilliant Saturday. What did I do um, Saturday? Right. Saturday I had a Japanese lesson. Oh, Hang on, let, let me try something. Hang on a second. Okay. This is tricky for me. Okay, take your time. Kono chukaku ni yubin kyoko ga arimasu ka? That means, is there a post office near here? Or Danny. Yes, thank you. Or you could, you could say, um, uh, what could you say? Yubin Gyoku wa, uh, Yubin Gyoku wa ni arimasu ka? Where's the post office? This is what you say. So that, that was good. That's cool. Then we went and saw, um, The Heartbreak Kid, the new Ben Stiller film, and it was quite funny. I thought he'd stopped being funny and was making rubbish films, but it actually made me laugh. It made me laugh out loud. Now, I'll tell you something, Anthony. Yeah. For the first time ever in my life, I went and sat in the, um, like, sofa seats. They've got seats. Are they? That are like sofa... They're, well, they're, they're sofas. Yeah. And I sat in the sofas. I was having a right old cuddle up. We all sort of, like, legs out, legs stretched out. Yeah, Big like... bag of pick-a-mix, stuff in our faces. It oh, was like cool. being at home, but with 25 other people in the room with me. Was it relaxing, though? Very relaxing. Okay. But there weren't many people there. I, I wonder if cinema is dead again like it died in the 80s. There was no one there. It's not that. It's been quite a few films. There have been not too many good ones, has there? Like. But this is the second day, I think, of this film being shown. First or second day. Be- ben Stiller film. Big film. It's, on, it's so big, Anthony, they're even advertising it on buses. That's, right. 
That's how big it is. You do get sometimes, don't you, like, on the top of the buses. Oh, on the top of the buses. You know a film is bad if it's being advertised on a phone box. If, if e- any film that's on a phone box, do not go and see. It's a load of cack. That's the cheapy way. It's, uh, I could afford uh, to get 100 phone box ads around London. Anyway. Mm. So, uh, but there was no one in the pictures. Apart from 25 people in you. Me and 20, uh, 25 other people. If, if, if that... Is it? Well, we can ask, we can ask people, can't we, Anthony? If, if you're listening, listener, and you, you go to the cinema, how many people were there with you? I bet not many. Oh, wait, four, five, six, oh, six, oh, nine, seven, three, I've done a topic. I've just done a topic like that. Yeah, lovely. Same, same, of again. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start doing my phone number, like, um, Jer- do you ever watch Jeremy Kyle? And yeah, I do, I like watching I'm it. obsessed with it now, I'm obsessed with it, I Sky Plus it now. It's I Sky Plus Kyle, oh, that's... Every morning. So, this is how he does the phone number, right? Give us a call. It's 0845. It's 6060973. He says it's in the middle. Why yeah. would it? Give us a call. It's 0845. It's 6060. Why are you saying it's in the middle? You it's say, we dear. know. We know. We know it's part of the phone number because you've started it by saying, give us a call on. It's 0845. It's 6060973. Just, just say it normally. Like, just say it normally, normally Jeremy Carr. Yeah. What, what an idiot. But he's a genius at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So, so that so Saturday. I've not even. Oh, so we went to the pictures, um, came back, watched the last two episodes of series two of Lost. Did like it? Oh, in, I love I it. it. I've I've said it before. I loved it. Then in the evening, we stayed up extra late and we watched the spooky twenty-eight weeks later. When did you go to bed then? Uh... At about a quarter to twelve. <laughs> it wasn't that late. It wasn't that no, late. But we, we were tired. I was tired. Tired. Well, you had a good weekend. I had an excellent week. Uh, Anthony, can I ask you, how was your weekend, mate? It was quite good, thank you. Nice. Um, I played football in the morning. Did you win? Yeah, we won. Good lad. I won. Yes. Got a winning goal. Yep. And then uh, I went to see my cousins in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. And um, in the evening, just stayed at home on a computer. And oh, yes. Doing mine and usual stuff, really. Bit of what? Well, actually, listen, it's good to get an update on your weekend. Okay, can I ask you a quick question? You can ask me a quick question. Um, two questions. Hello, Toby C. Distance, by the way. Um, do you know how to transfer MP3 files to, um, where is it now? All uh, media and Wayne Sound files. No. Okay. And um, I don't know if you're in, but just wondering if you do want to come to my birthday soon. When is it? Uh, you and I, Chris can come, no doubt. It's uh, February the fifth. It's when? And um, February, February the fifth. Now, 5th. isn't it funny, you, s- Chris? Uh, listen, listen to this. Uh, uh, Anthony, ask Chris. What? Hi, Chris. You all right? Yeah. Come on, ask Chris. Uh, on. Just wondering if you and Ely would like to come to my birthday on February the fifth. Now, before you jump to your natural reaction, Chris. Yeah. I was going to mention the other day. We should start going to, and I was going to mention this, after Wayne invited us to his birthday. Oh, Wayne, yeah. We should maybe go to some people's birthday parties. Okay. Can we? Yeah. And record, and record it, obviously. Yeah. And make a nice three-minute package. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's quite good. Actually, we can't say yes at, what, what day of the week is it? Um, Saturday, I think Saturday, it's Saturday, 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 I'll check for you. Well, I'll probably quite send you all the details and that. I'll have a look first. And Anthony, I, I can't say yes. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, but I'm def- yeah. I'm not saying no at the moment. Yeah, it just depends on what you're doing, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it does depend. But you're yes, Chris, you're gonna. What's the theme? Um, uh, oh, you choose. Good question. Well, no, we can't choose. It's your birthday party. I'll see. See what happens. I'll see. I'll see what happens. I'll have a think anyway. Can we have a swimming party? A what? what? You could do. Do something. 
You could have two rooms in it separately, and then it could do if you want. All right, Anthony. Well, listen. Thank you. It's very kind of you to invite okay. us, and we will certainly think about it. Thank I'll you. Invite you Sharon, I'll probably call you in a few days' time. All right, you. Anthony. Take care, yeah. fella. I was—I meant to mention this the other day, and I wish I had done because then we could have gone. Ah, but we should go to people's birthday parties. I felt really bad we didn't go to Wayne's. Of course we should. Uh, and Rick, if they're you know nearby and we're free and they're on a Saturday night, we should pop along for like only half an hour, an hour or something, twenty minutes, and well, in and out, and uh, record it, and. You can't be offended if we choose not to eat the food. Yeah, exactly. It's a brilliant idea, isn't it? It will be brilliant, I think. I got really excited about this the other day when I thought of it, so that's, uh, that's cool. Anyway, so, um, if anyone's got a birthday party on a Saturday, and let's just, uh, Line 1, have you got a birthday party coming up? It was my birthday yesterday. Oh, we missed it. Then give us a call, 0845 It's Dave. Hi, Ian. Hello, Dave. I thought, you, I thought you might like to know that Archie rang in yeah. Friday night after you went home. Oh, what, to Chris Hawkins? He on Talkings. To he didn't Chris mention Hawkins. that he usually rings you. He's not called me for... But, so he's, he's alive and well, is he? Well, he was on Friday night. Oh, God, who knows what happened over the week? Well, that's something, because he's not called me for ages. And there's no reason he should do, but, it, uh, uh, you know, you do sometimes wonder... Yeah, that's right, a regular call. You get to miss him, don't you? Yeah, you think he might have slipped over in the bath or something. It happens to all of us at some point. Yeah. That's right. But uh, anyway, what? he was alive and well on Friday night. David, what was he talking about? Uh, he did mention that he usually rings you. Right. Uh, I think Chris Hawkins was trying to get him to play something. No, that... Oh, no, that's Charlie. And, uh, Oh, is it? You're thinking oh, of Charlie... The old fellow that plays on the... on the, the pretends to play on yeah. the piano. Yeah, that was Charlie. Oh, I he, thought that was Archie. No, that's Charlie, another old fella. Ah, ah it was okay. So Charlie's alive and well, but we're still looking for Archie. Dave, no, thank you for calling in. But we'll keep we'll, we'll keep an all points bulletin for Archie. Cheers, cheers, mate. There we go. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. So so far, uh, cinemas, birthday parties, and old callers. It's time to get the trouble news. Uh, I don't know. I'm doing that. Voice is going nowhere. It's it, Joyce, is it? It's Joyce. Yeah. Until yeah. when? Until eight. Oh god. Oh, but god. I've saved something very special after eight o'clock for you. Oh, it's not. Um, who's that lady? I used to pretend I liked. Um, don't say her name. Don't say her name. Okay. Um, she's the. Uh, um, is it Amanda Redman? No, it's not no, Amanda. I don't like her. The other one. <gasps> Oh, the other lady. No, not Hakia, he's not back. No, <laughs> it's not Hakia, no. Uh, Nicky Salmon? No, no, try again. You're nearly there. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. God. Mm. Heaven, heaven preserve our souls. It's Karen Mercer from 8 o'clock. It is Karen Mercer from 8 o'clock. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's a pleasure. Park Lane has oh. two lanes, sorry. Uh, Park Lane has two lanes blocked southbound outside the Hilton Hotel following an incident earlier on there. Still looking quite slow around Hyde Park Corner. Uh, delays around Victoria as well. The traffic lights are not working properly on Vauxhall Bridge Road, just by Rochester Road. And Southampton Road is still closed northbound between High Hoban and Vernon Place. Uh, the roadway is causing delays around the West End there still. Elstree Way in Boreham Wood is still closed both ways between Manor Way and Newark Green because of the roadworks. And that's just been closed in the last 15 minutes or so. And the A40 looking much better now heading out of town from Greenford towards the target roundabout in Northolt after an accident earlier on there. And of course busier around White City and Shepherd's Bush for the QPR match which kicks off in about half an hour's time at Loftus Road. On the tubes delays on the Bakerloo line and a reminder the Victoria line is suspended after 10 o'clock this evening. LBC 97.3 travel. Your next update is in 15 minutes. LBC 
97.3. Alison Bell. Now you can hear more of her weekday afternoons. If the boss is breathing down your neck, if the kids are driving you up the wall, if the traffic is a nightmare, if the one person you can always count on lets you down, and if nothing you do seems to help, maybe I can take your mind off it. Hey, things can only get better. Alison Bell, now from 1 till 4, weekday afternoons. LBC 97.3. Time can seem like an eternity when health's involved. That's why the Urgent Care Centre at the Private Princess Grace Hospital provides a walk-in service for minor injuries or medical emergencies. No appointments needed. A doctor will see you as quickly as possible. Standard initial charge £100. The Urgent Care Centre at Princess Grace, close to Baker Street Tube. Open seven days, 8am till 8pm. Last patient seen at 7.30pm. Over 18s only. Just walk right in. Visit urgentcarecentre.co.uk. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Ian Lee's Ian Lee's Ian Lee's Ian Lee's Ian Lee's and the keyboard doesn't work either on this computer. Oh, no, that... Well, the keyboard does work. All right, well, that's... Oh, and the mouse works now. What happened there? Flipping it. What a dive. Dear, dear Richard Parks, please pull your finger out and get a new computer for the studio. Thank you. Lovely. Right. It's the... Oh, it's the G-Man. Hey, G-Man's on the wireless again. So I forgot to say, Anthony, that on... Uh, to Anthony, that on Sunday, I played... He's a legend, didn't he, Anthony? I played over three hours of Halo 3 with my good friend and compadre, Agent Chris. We did a cooperative uh, match. Oh, it's good, the co-op, innit? We did the story mode, yeah. The co-op's good, innit? Where, how far have you got on it? Oh, good, pretty far. We've, like, we've, we've further than that. Five of us done it. We've further, we've further than that. Uh, tonight, do you want to co-op? No. No, I'm gonna. P- no, I don't. Want- no, because I'm doing the cooperative with my good friend and compadre, Agent Chris. I'm yeah, not- but he's rubbish, though. Um, if Halo, if uh, 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 what's it called, the game we used to play, Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six is anything to go by. Yeah, I, I, I decided. Slack with the shooting. I've decided I don't want to play Halo Three with you, G-Man. I'm more than happy to play the what, Rainbow you Six. Got bullied. No, oh, because you and you your friends. You got bullied, though. No, because you and your friends are you, idiots. You, listeners. I'm gonna yeah, cut you off. Ian- Ian Stoke. There we go. Right, okay. It's Morel. Hello, Ian. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm, I'm, th- it's going to be a good week this week. It is? I got a sofa bed delivered today. Oh, wow. So I got, listen, I got a sofa bed, right? And it's the tiniest sofa... It's from John Lewis. The tiniest sofa bed that they've got, okay? Mm-hmm. Just to go in the spare room. We're going to get the spare room all done up. The spare room is going to be mm-hmm. a games museum. Oh, wow. So it's going to have, like, uh, old computer consoles in there, like Commodore 64, Dragon, uh, Snares, all of these things are in there. Anyway, oh. so the sofa bed came. It's a ti- tiny sofa bed. Mm-hmm. And the fellas got out, and they looked at the... Because uh, they've got to get up a flight of stairs. They looked and went, Oh, dear. I said, is there a problem? They said, well, um... We'll have a go. All right. I said, well, you mean it's going to be a bit... A bit tight? Uh, well, you'll, you'll be lucky. You'll, you'll be lucky. I tell you what, mate. We'll have a go. We can't say fairer than that. They got the sofa bed. I thought, well, it'll fit up there easily. It was so tiny. And they're looking at the door, and I said, if you need to, I can take the door off its hinges. You know, I've, 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 had, I've done that before to get big stuff through. I can take the door off the hinges. We can get... Well, we'll have a go. Hmm. We'll, we'll have a go. I don't think it'll get through the door. It certainly won't get up the stairs. Well, they did it really, really easily. They did it in like a minute. Without it, without it, it didn't. It wasn't even close to touching the sides. They said, "Right, what room is it going in?" I said, "That one there." They looked at the hallway and the door. They went, "Mate, oh. we may just have to leave it here." I said, "Well, can you have a go?" Well, uh, all right, mate. We'll have a go. And they did it easily. There was no trouble at all 
getting the sofa bed through the front door, up the stairs, down the hall, and into the room in the, sp- the spare room. There was not a problem at all. It fitted. I could have walked between the door frame and the sofa bed. There was that much room. So why is this? That what is this? What delivery men have to say every time just because they're I don't know a little bit lazy? No, this is service. This is British service for you. Oh, crikey! Here we go. Yeah. See, always moan, and you might have handed them a fiver. I'm not going to hand them a five. Well, they don't know that. Well, they, they said, uh, they said oh, you're, that, you're the bloke of the telly, aren't you, mate? I said, yeah. They said, oh, you do that stuff with June Sarpong. I said, well, uh, well, they didn't. They said June. I'm assuming they mean June Sarpong. Mm-hmm. I said, well, no, I, no, I, I, I've, no. Anyway, anyway so... Sorry, I was, I was listening to that. So you've got your sofa bed, which... I've got the sofa bed is in there. I do want to know, though, if anyone has dealt with delivery men. Is this, if you're a delivery man, is that the usual thing that you say, oh, I don't know about that. It's going to be a bit difficult. Because I just thought that... I have had a, a, a huge American-style fridge freezer up through that door, which is like eight times the size of that. They managed to get that up. You will get that. I could have got that sofa bed up there myself if I wanted to. You know, it's seriously, and before I say one to say, yes, it's Marelle. just who you get. Yeah, yeah. It's Marelle. just who you get. It's like a life, isn't it? If you get someone life. that's helpful, oh, you're fine. Oh. Anyway, listen, to yes. this question. Yes. And this is for Chris as well, and all the old BBC producers and presenters. Okay, yeah. Why do you always think... If anybody's going to send anything in, it's going to poison you, right? Yep. Clive and Bob missed out a couple of years ago yep. on a death by chocolate cake that People, I made. I the had sent up there yep, they the weren't near. Yep. Okay, and yep. then he heard them saying they never eat anything, they throw it away, and he bought it home. I gave it to a local radio station. So what is it? Why do you think everybody's going to poison you? I can tell you the answer to that. Go on then. There was a famous, and, and this is a famous incident that is in, in radio folklore, and I heard about this before. It happened at this station, coincidentally. Are you being serious? I'm being absolutely oh, serious. Oh, I'm being serious. And it happened at this station years ago, but I heard about this when I used to work at a radio station in Milton Keynes. This is how widespread it is. The famous Mike Mendoza uh, donut incident of 1986. And this is absolutely no. This is absolutely true, Morel. Honestly, I promise you, Mike Mendozov, big fat rubbish presenter who presents on some. I don't ru- agree with that at all. Well, yeah. he's he's big and fat and he's rubbish. No, anyway. So who's on another station that's rubbish? And anyway, he was sent some um, donuts um, with uh, jam in. He mm-hmm. ate them and was very, very ill, and had to go to hospital. Now, that is a fact. If you don't believe me, you can phone up um, Mr Mendozov on uh, Sport Talk and ask him about that. That is an historic fact. You've been absolutely serious. I am being... I, I 100%... Hand, my hand is on my heart, literally, as I'm saying this to you. That happened. You can ask Clive... You can phone up Mendozov and ask him. It's a true, true thing. And uh, he got really badly poisoned and had to go to hospital. He was there for about, I don't know, five or six days. Oh. And as a result of that... It's kind of the unwritten rule. You do not touch food that's been sent in by a listener. It's called the Mike Mendoza... Well, we call it the Mike Mendoza donut rule. I, I, it has been, when I heard about it in Milton Keynes, it was, it was called something like um, Mendoza belly or something. It's got different names wherever you go, but, you know, it's, it's a fact. I never know whether to believe you or phone not. Phone up and ask Clive Ball this evening. Oh, it's no good asking Clive. He'll just go along with you. No, you all right, phone up and ask Mendoza uh, whenever he's on. He won't go along with me. He's got no, no beef with me. Okay. Do you, do you think you can do that for me? I think I can manage that, Ian, yes. Okie dokie, and of Okey-dokey. course, of course we, we, we all know, uh, of course, that... Mike Mendoza is afraid of Ian Lee. Who is Mike Mendoza? Exactly. Morel, thank you very much for that. True story, though, ladies and gentlemen, it's a true story. 0845 6060 is the telephone number. Um, let's go to Kevin in the Beckenham. Hello, Kevin. Hi, uh, Ian. Yes. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you. I'm in a good mood, which is unusual for me. Normally, I'm manic-depressed. 
<laughs> but today I'm feeling I'm feeling sexy. I want to hear you say my name. Ian Lee. Oh, well, it works. Cool, blimey. Thanks for that. <laughs> Ian, look, you're learning Japanese. I'm trying. I've got a Japanese car, and I haven't got a um, manual for it. Right. I've got this a little sign that's come up on my car, and on the top of the uh, yeah. sun visor, yeah. there's a description in Japanese yeah. of what that sign means. Okay. If I take a photo and text it to you, can you give me a translation? Can you email it to me? I can. Email it to me, and I will... Um, uh, uh, to email it to me, and tomorrow I'll bring in all my Japanese books, and we'll work out what it says for you. You're an absolute uh, star. Th- that's a promise, Kevin. So, d- d- Ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. Yep, no worries. Cheers, I'll Kevin. Cheers, mate. Thanks okay, a lot. There we go. Well, that's, it, it turns out that me learning Japanese is not just self-indulgent and boring for you, listener. It's useful. Any, if you've got any Japanese words that you need to be translated, baby, I'm your man. I know that Yubin Kyoku is post office. Eki is station. Takushi is taxi. Shidi player is CD player. Basu is bus. So I know, I know many Japanese words. I'm, uh, it turns out I'm very useful. Uh, 0845. 6060973 is the telephone number. So far, uh, we've mentioned uh, presenters being poisoned. Uh, we've mentioned delivery men. Uh, and is that, is that generally the way it goes? Have you had anything delivered, Dion, where the delivery guys turned up and gone, ooh, I don't know, we'll, we'll have a go, but it, I don't think it'll get up there? I had a three-piece suite from Ikea. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I live on the third floor of a block flat from ooh, the top. Oh, dear. And they brought it up, no problem. I, and it, it was a four-seater set here as well. I booted. This is absolutely true. Ikea, great shop. I I kicked, almost literally, uh, the delivery man from Ikea out of my flat. I told him to get out of my flat and never come back. Because uh, he... They were going to deliver on a Sunday, right? Between uh, Sunday. And I think the delivery time was between 8 and 6. So that's a 12-hour window. It would be between 8 and 6 on a Sunday. That is a 12-hour window, right? So that's that's yeah. a big that's a no it's not twelve hours it's ten hours that's a big window to have a ten hour window. Um, I'm not finished. By yeah. by six o'clock they still hadn't turned up. So I'm phoning up. What's going on? Where is it? What's going on? Oh, it, it'll be there. They turned up half past nine in the evening. So that's thirteen and a half hours, right? Half past nine in the evening. Thank you, sir. They turned up, <laughs> and I said, "Where the flipping heck were you?" Didn't say that. I said a str- I said the word. Where the flipping heck have you been? Oh, we uh, we were a bit, a bit, bit busy today. A bit short staffed. We had a f- no. They said we had a flat tire. I said you, you're lying. You're just lazy. And they, well, I can't remember what they were delivering. I, I don't know what they were delivering. Anyway, they got it in, uh, and they said, "Where do you want?" I said, "Just put it there and get out of my flat." They went, "What?" I said, "Just get out of my flat. All I want is that, and I want you gone out of my flat." I was furious. And they said, don't speak to us like that, mate. And they started getting a bit funny. A bit, the big fellas, two big fellas, started getting a bit funny. I said, don't get funny, mate. You've had a ten-hour window. You muffed it up. You're three hours outside of that window. Get out. So they were starting effing and blinding at me. So that as they went out, I slammed the door. And as I shut the door, I went... I, I said a lot of swear words in one sentence. A lot of swear words. Yes. To the point where they then came back to the door. It's a glass door. And they started banging on the door saying, open up, mate. We want a word. At which point I went, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. And then I ran upstairs and hid like a little bit like a girl would have <laughs> I was cacking myself. Anyway, Dion, what was your point? <coughs> OK, excellent. Well, we'll get to the rest of that excellent point after the latest LBC 97.3 News. Where does your front door lead? It could lead to this. 
or even this. Good evening, sir, madam, your usual table on the terrace. You see, using the value of your home to finance your investments is just one of the strategies that's helped thousands of Inside Tracks customers build substantial property portfolios and create more than 200 property millionaires. To find out how, just call 0870-124-4613 to go to a free introductory workshop from Inside Track. It's the start of a program to help you get the best out of property, whether that's buy-to-let, buying a second home, or even a third. How to find them, how to finance them, buying off plan, how to negotiate discounts. Over 100,000 people have already attended free workshops from the UK's leading property education specialists. Join them and see how doors open for you. Book now. Call 0870-124-4613 or go to insidetrack.co.uk. 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC It's 7.30, I'm Holly Holland. The Old Bailey's heard about the moment Jean-Charles de Menezes was wrongly shot at Stockwell Station. An undercover surveillance officer told the court how he pinned the Brazilian down on the tube train while other officers shot him seven times in the head. The court also saw CCTV footage of Mr Menezes being followed down the escalator to the platform. The TUC says talks aimed at resolving the postal workers' dispute have ended without agreement. It means we're facing more problems with our post as a rolling programme of strike action has been announced. Walkouts will take place at specific sites throughout next week. Police have arrested four people following an anti-war march through central London. It comes as the Prime Minister's announced he's more than halving British involvement there, reducing troops from 5,500 to 2,500 by next spring. And a film about Bangladeshi life in the East End has picked up two awards at a French film festival. Brick Lane, which is based on Monica Ali's bestseller, has won the Audience Prize and Best Screenplay at the Dinar Film Festival in Britain. In London's weather, a cloudy, misty night ahead with lows of 13 degrees Celsius. Right now we have 15 in Axon. And tomorrow, heavy rain on the way from the west in the morning, but it should dry up during the afternoon with some sunshine. Highs of 17 degrees. With LBC, it's 7.31. This is Alan Joyce in the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre. Well, it still looks very slow on Park Lane heading southbound at the moment because of an incident just outside the Hilton Hotel and there are still lane restrictions. It looks as though the bus lane is closed and also the inside lane for the main traffic as well. Do add your updates if you there. It's been on the go for a little while now. 08,000 68 Southampton Road is still closed northbound between High Hoban and Vernon Place. That's because of those major roadworks around the centre of town, so it is busy around the West End. And Elstree Way in Boreham Wood has been closed both ways between Manor Way and Newark Green, and that's because of roadworks. And that's the main route, really, that takes you from the A1 into the centre of Boreham Wood, so that will cause big queues. Ferry Lane in Raynham is still closed both ways after a fire just by the scrapyard at Coles Harbour Lane and the traffic lights are not working on Mile End Road just by Stepney Green. Latest on the tubes now, delays on the Bakerloo line after a signal failure at Charing Cross. The Hammersmith and City line has delays after a signal failure at Hammersmith and the Victoria line will be suspended after 10 o'clock this evening for engineering. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update is in 15 minutes. Please. Good evening. OK, now you may have heard me mention in the first half hour that on Saturday evening I stayed up till quarter to twelve to watch the excellent film 28 Weeks Later, which is the sequel to the alright, pretty good film 28 Days Later. Now, I was just speaking to Chris and Chris said, oh, well, Chris, tell me what you just told me. Tell the listener what you told me. Well, earlier in the office, yes. uh, 
Paul Ross, the excellent Paul Ross, I'm a big fan of, although I'm going off him right now. Go on. Yeah, that one. He gave me, uh, very uh, kindly, gave me a copy of 28 Weeks Later. OK, the sequel, the second one. In and the- I said, um, oh, Ian's just seen this yeah. this weekend. Do I need to see the first one? Yeah. And he said, no, you can just watch the second one and it's fine. But Paul Ross, why are you lying to a young man like that? Well, first off, how come I had to give your producer a copy of 28 Weeks Later when you're not sharing the love and giving him your copy? I got mine from Blockbusters! You got it three nights, you could swerve it onto a mate, <laughs> jolly young mug. Secondly, of course you have to watch it. All you need to know, all you need to know is uh, illness, zombies coming back, killing you, you think they're all gone, oh no they're not, here comes a sequel, more zombies. No, but you that's need... Right. No, but they... you, you, listen, you don't need to see Frankenstein to enjoy Bride of Frankenstein, you don't need to see Dracula to enjoy Scars. You Dracula. need to see Godfather 2 to, to enjoy the Godfather. You're not really comparing like with like, though, are you, Ian? <laughs> are you really saying that 28 <laughs> days later is the equal of Godfather 1 and 28 weeks later is the equal of Godfather 1? What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that these... What I'm saying is... That these two films, they carry on. You need the first one for the second one to make any sense at all. And my there producer no is a simple char- lad. There are no characters from the second film in the first film. But there are zombies in the second film, and you don't there know how zombies. they became zombies. Listen, there are zombies working in LBC Towers. Hey. You need to spend all your time there. Tell me about it. And they, so, the, are you seriously saying then? Okay, out this week on DVD, no doubt I'll have to give your producer a copy of that as well. Van Wilder Party Liaison 2. You don't need to see Van Wilder Party Liaison 1 to enjoy the beauty of Van Wilder Party Liaison They, they made a sequel to Van Wilder Party it, Liaison? Basically, it's bosoms, thongs, and a bulldog that eats horrible cream cake. That's all you need to know. Can I ask Paul, sorry, why, why is my producer getting all of these freebies and not, I don't know, me? Well, basically because he came to me he had tears in his eyes. <laughs> Welsh tears in the chin. Could... a bit like crocodile tears. And he said to me, I never get nothing. This is meant to be Welsh, not kind of any kind of uh, East European accent. I never get nothing nice from my old presenter. Paul used to be so good to me when I worked with you on Saturdays. So he begged, he begged basically. So he's getting, but much, if you think Van Wilder Party of the Ozone 2 is some glory gift, then God bless you, mate. <laughs> Paul Ross, listen, thank you for that. Bless you. Cheers, you fella. You to see 28 days oh, later to enjoy 28 go, weeks don't, later. Right, go away. He's, he's lying. Don't listen to that. Of course you need, to, you need to see the first one in this instance. So which one am I watching? No, you're not watching the one he's given you until you've seen the first one. All right. Can, can someone just phone me up? I'm, it's, actually, it's actually got me quite angry. Paul Ross, film critic. How does he get his name? He gets his name on posters, doesn't he? This, this film's brilliant, Paul Ross. I think you just ring up and ask. I think he just writes them himself. Can we ring up? Can we, let me say something about what film? All right, The Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. Ian Lee. Gotta say something better than that. All right, uh, um, The Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, I, I had a good time. It was all right. Ian Lee. That, that'll do. Phone up Ben Stiller and ask him if that'll do. Can someone back me up on this? I know it's, I'm speaking to a minority here. If you've seen 28 Weeks Later, but not, not the first one, did you did you understand it without the first one? Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Paul Ross, of course, is on uh, Mondays. T- is he has he started doing Fridays yet? It's all very confusing. He will be Mondays to Fridays, four till six thirty. So um, I've got indigestion. Sorry. So that's good. Him, uh, but he's he's totally totally wrong on that one. Dion, have you seen Twenty Eight Weeks Later? No, I haven't. It's a good film. What's that about? It's, well, it's about zombies. No, I haven't seen it. I've got hiccups now. I watched Godfather 2, though. Well, it's, it's good, isn't it, The Godfather 2? Better than the first one. It's the best one out of the series. The three, the third one is absolutely awful. I, I think I've seen it, but I didn't take it in. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't watch it all. It was but Godfather 2 with Michael, where he saw come out of his shell. 
I don't remember it that well enough to know anyone's names, but yes, his it's brother a good... got killed in it. Ah, uh, anyway, Dion, what what did you call in for to LBC ninety seven point three, home of London's biggest conversation? To say how long my days are going since I finished work. Oh, uh, you could, everyone doesn't know this. Dion was a spy working for MI six, uh, and he's retired. Uh, uh, quite a young man. You still what forty eight? Forty eight. Yeah, and you're finding out that when you retire, time goes slow. Yeah, I'm glad LBC changed their scripts at the weekend. They changed their scripts, did they? Yeah. He's gone. Now, we didn't cut him off, and I'd like to know what he means by their scripts. What script? What scripts? We got script. Chris, have I got- we got scripts that I'm missing. Am I missing a script? Didn't you read it for tonight? Oh, nuts. Zainab! Hello. Hello, Zainab. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm in a really good mood today, and that's unusual for me. So no, let's, it is actually. Let's make I, the most of it. <laughs> I started listening to you for the first time last week, actually, and yeah. um, my husband and I were driving somewhere. I can't remember where, and he he put it on, and and I I was quite surprised, pleasantly surprised. What? Why? How did funny you, you were. Did you think I'd be rubbish? Um. Why? Why did you think that? I don't. I just didn't know you very well, but now I kind of like have got a picture in my mind of who you are, and and yeah, you're quite funny. What do you mean you've got? The, what do you mean you've got a picture in your mind of who? As I in, am? like, I didn't know who you were. Like, my husband's trying to explain to me who oh. you were. How, how did your husband? You're quite famous. <laughs> I well, no. Semi-famous. I, I I used to be semi-famous about four years ago, and now yeah. I'm, well, I'm nothing. I was nothing then, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, let's... Let, so, anyway, so the you... The reason for my call... Yes, I know. Um, back to your original point yes. before, with regards to decline of cinema and how, you yeah. know, not many people go to the cinema oh. anymore. I absolutely disagree with that. Okay, go on. <laughs> well, I go. I live in Canary Wharf, and I go to the cinema um, in West Indy Key probably once or twice a week, so I'm crazy about films, and, yeah. and it's packed all the time. Oh, really? Especially when, like, a film's opening. It's like, literally, you ca- you, you're standing, like in the aisles and there's no seats and it's just really? always packed yeah which cinema do you go to that's so empty well it was the Muswell Hills oh hang on a second let me just yeah, well, is that Paul Ross again <laughs> Paul Christian hello mate it's Ian you're on the air Paul hello Ian is it you again yeah what do you want also, I'm calling because I also gave Christian a copy of the rather good thriller Perfect Stranger starring Halle Berry and Bruce Willis that was rubbish bye bye <laughs> Has <laughs> <laughs> he been? Has he been drinking? <laughs> right, well, Chris, I want. Strangers was rubbish. Chris, I want half of the films that you get from Mr. Ross from now on. Do you want Tony Eight Weeks Later? I've seen it. Do you want the other one? Well, no, Zainab says it's rubbish, so I'll just have a tenner, please. What? It's yeah. really not that great. It's like a whole anticlimax, and then it's so predictable. It's not that great. Trust but, me. What? Po- should we see how many times Paulie Rossi calls us up tonight? I reckon I reckon he's going to be on about another five times at least. I do <laughs> like him. He's, he's, a, he's a nice bloke, Paul. Yeah. Anyway, right. So, so anyway, well, the cinema I go to is yes. packed all the time. I absolutely yes. refuse to believe that, you know, cinema, people have stopped going to the cinema. But maybe because, like, people are downloading films and stuff. Maybe yeah. that's why. Well, I, but also I went at quarter past two in the afternoon, on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that's a bit random. That's like people that, got, that have got nothing to do with but, go at quarter past two. And, you know. But it's a Saturday afternoon. I still thought it'd be quite busy on a Saturday. No. Friday, Friday evening and Saturday mm. evening, the cinema's absolutely packed. I wouldn't People know normally that. have stuff to do on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, like what? Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, nice. It's nice watching like, a film in the afternoon. Like, like having a line from the night before, maybe. Well, it's nice watching the film in the afternoon. You come out and it's still you still got right. It's it's, it's half past four. Nice. What should we do yeah. now? Yeah, no, I agree. But anyway, yes. um, you watched the new Ben Stiller film. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet, and I absolutely love Ben Stiller. So I, I love Ben Stiller, but I thought he'd been off the boil for quite a long mm. time. 
and he's got grey hair in the film I've seen. Yeah, right? now, is that this is interesting? Is that his grey hair, or has it been dyed to make I him look older? I don't know because it makes him look really old. But he's supposed to be forty in the film. That's the big thing. Well, he is looks he's about 40. fifty. I mean, I, I quite liked him with grey hair, but although there's one scene in it where his mm. hair's really, really grey, the makeup people have obviously got it all wrong, and so he's got really grey hair. But the rest oh. of it, it's quite great. And I couldn't work out if that's really his hair. I don't think it will be really his hair. Like, in the space of a few years, you don't just, like, wake up one well, day and go grey, right? Uh, no, well, no, but supposing he'd been dyeing his hair for the last few oh. years. I'm 34 and my hair's going grey. Oh, is it? J- Jimmy Carr dyes his hair. Are you single? Is that is, that's probably why you're always, like, you know, Excuse have me? a good woman to look after I've got you. a very good woman to look after me. Have you? Then you yes. shouldn't have grey hair. <laughs> well, well, does that, why, how does that affect your hair, the colour of your hair? I thought it was genetic. <laughs> No, it probably. It probably. But yeah, it's it's. Do you know what? this is? I thought this the, the heartbreak kid. Was, I thought it was very very funny. I, I yeah. went I went thinking it was going to be rubbish, mm. uh, and there were quite a few laugh out loud moments. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I recently saw um, God, I watched it. What was it called? Knocked up. I thought that was hilarious. Locked up. What's that? Knocked up. No, oh, knocked up. I think it's locked yeah. up. Oh, the yeah, with the the man gets the lady pregnant and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that? I haven't. Is it any good? Oh, it's brilliant. But it depends on what kind of humour you're into. If you like the whole kind of, like, American pie type of Yeah, humor, yeah, yeah. Then if you like that, then you'll love it. There's one scene where um, him and all his friends... Well, he goes to his friend's house, and, like, he knocks on the door, and they all answer, yeah. and they've all got, like, pink eye. And, yeah, it's really gross, but it's really <laughs> funny. Well, up. listen, thank you for that. Thank you. Cheers. You're welcome. Bye-bye. On that note, yeah. yeah. On that note, she was bonkers, ladies and gentlemen. What a fruitcake. Oh, eight four five. Six zero six zero nine seven three. Big bag of pick and mix. We have pick and mix. Seven pounds fifty though for pick and mix. Didn't you spend like twelve quid on pick and mix once? Yeah, I did. I, I once. It was more than that. It was about sixteen quid. I, I once spent spent so much money on pick and pick and mix uh, at the uh, cinema in Camden that lady. <laughs> there were these two girls like beside us. It was like me and a, a, a girlfriend at the time. There's these two girls, and they were like about thirteen or fourteen, right? And I, I spent. It was closer to 20 quid, actually. It was about 20 quid on pick and mix And the girl behind the counter couldn't believe it. She went, wow, that's, the, that's the, a record. I said, is that the most expensive pick and mix you've ever had? She goes, yeah, it is. And so I turned to these 13-year-old girls and went, there you go, girls. That's something to aim for, isn't it, eh? The world record for pick and mix And they looked at me and thought, who is this dirty old man trying to chat us up? I wasn't. I was genuinely impressed. I had a, a, a record for pick I love pick and mix man. Although the pick and mix selection was very poor. Do you get a plaque on the wall for that? No, you get you get nothing. You, you, I, I even fell up Norris McWhorter, Guinness Book of Records, and I think he was dead. So, well, maybe he wasn't. Anyway, uh, it's Simon in West Norwood. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. Well, uh, I was just ringing up about this not eating stuff. Uh, I was in the Rocky Horror Show in 91 at the Piccadilly. Oh, yeah. And, and um, we weren't allowed to eat anything we threw at the stage. Who, who else was in that with you? Um, Tim McNerney started, and then Tony Head took over. Uh, Aid Edmondson played Brad... Uh, Brad, uh, I think I saw. Bell. I think I kind of saw it with Tony Head in. Well, there you go. Well, I, th- I was Eddie and Doctor Scott in that. Oh, well, there we go. I, I, I would have seen you then. Yes. Anyway, go yeah. on. Sorry. And it was just they they, they they throw all sorts of things at the at the stage. You know, like uh, bits of toast. Um, and I'm not allowed to toast. say the product. But um, did you say uh, toes? Toast. Toaster. Okay. Sorry, I thought all oh, that hideous image. Bars yeah. of bars of various confectionery that I'm not allowed to say. Apparently, well, Mars bars. And yes. He, he says a line which paradise will be mine. Bounties. That's right. Yeah, all of go. those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. All of those things used to be thrown at the stage, and they used to pick them up every night and put them in a big black plastic bag and eat and them throw, or throw them in the bin. No, they had to throw them in the bin because they wouldn't let us eat them because they would. They, they didn't know what. what they it would have been injected with LSD and heroin, probably. Well, probably. Yeah. And also the rice at the end, which they used to throw uh, when there's uh, the wedding scene. 
the very first night, uh, the woman called Ruth, and I can't remember her second name, sorry, it was such a long time ago. Well, that's not good and, enough, but carry on. And, sh- and she, slipped on the <laughs> she slipped on the rice the very first night, oh. and she was off the show for six weeks. Oh, flippin' heck. So, I know, I know, because I know the Rocky Horror Show. It's all a bit, you know, interactive and stuff like that. I don't, but but chucking stuff at the stage—that's taking it a little bit far, isn't it? Well, that's part of the thing now, isn't it? It got bigger and bigger. They did yeah. try to stop it because um, Ada Edmondson didn't complain about it, but Tim McInerney didn't like it a lot. Yeah. And the guy who directed it was a guy called Robin Leverb. Yeah. And he wanted to change it all. He decided, no, we don't want any of this. Yeah. And of course, you just can't. Well, stop you can't it. do it, no. They did body searches as they came in, but people still had the rice and the water pistol. Where, where, where would they hide a bounty if they did a body search? Oh, it doesn't bear thinking about, does it? Exactly, that's why we would need them. Simon, yeah. good lad, thank you for that. See you, bye. There we go, okay, well this is, we'll, we'll go to, in, travel in a second, this is, this is a new topic. Have you ever thrown anything at a stage, whether it be, uh, I know Daphne and Celeste, remember Daphne and Celeste? They got bottled off at the Reading Festival with bottles of urine. If you've ever thrown anything at a stage, 0845 6060 uh, the M11 has one lane blocked heading away from town between Junction 7 and 8. That's Harlow to Stansted Airport because of an accident there. So queues are building up if you're heading towards the airport. And in Borehamwood, there's a big closure now on Elstree Way. It's been closed both ways between Manor Way and Newark Green because of roadworks. And that's the main cut-through route from the A1 in towards the centre of Borehamwood. Now, it looks like these roadworks are going to be taking place overnight tonight. Uh, so it will cause delays for the next few hours. Ferry Lane in Raynham is closed both ways after a fire at a scrapyard earlier at Coles Harbour Lane and the traffic lights still not working on Mile End Road just by Stepney Green. Better news though on Park Lane that has now fully reopened southbound outside the Hilton Hotel following that uh, incident earlier. Thank you Diviesh for your call there. 08000 is the jam line number. Uh, latest on the tubes then for this evening. Delays on the Bakerloo line after a signal failure at Charing Cross. Hammersmith and City Line has delays after a signal failure at Hammersmith and the Victoria Line is suspended after 10 this evening for planned engineering works. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update is in half an hour. A world of music. World of music. Two million tracks to choose from. That's e-music. Songs you can download and play on any MP3 player or burn your own CDs. E-music offers it all. Together with great album and artist information, a real chance to explore music. Sign up today for a trial and get 35 free downloads. Terms and conditions apply. Then you get 75 downloads for just $14.99 a month. E-Music, the number one site for independent music. Available now via lbc.co.uk. Bob, Gordon, emergency. My email's down. I know it's Sunday evening. I don't need my IT, Johnny, to tell me that. What do you think I'm doing? I'm trying to send my chef a last-minute change for my menu. If your IT at work breaks down, you want it fixed there and then, whatever time of day it is. With an instant IT breakdown recovery service from BT, you get 24-7 support from one of our UK-based experts. So whatever size your business, you'll be back doing what you do best in no time. I don't care if you're having roast chicken with all the trimmings and the stuffing. If you don't sort it out... I'll personally stuff you. Bob. Bob. To find out more about 24-7 expert IT support from BT, visit bt.com slash business. BT, bringing it all together. See website for details. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Well, it's been quite a good first 48 minutes of the show, and I'm not blowing my own trumpet, partly because I haven't got one. But uh, if you've just tuned in and you don't know what we're talking about, it's kind of tough. 
after eight o'clock, we'll have a little recap uh, uh, as to where we are. Uh, but if you want to call in, you can call in and ask me. If someone asks me a direct question as to what we're talking about, I will tell you. 0845 6060973. Let's see who's been here the longest. Chris has. Hello, Chris. Uh, hi, Ian. Chris. Good evening. Good what evening. are you talking about? Well, now, are you just saying that to be facetious, or do you yes. actually need to know? No, no, I'm, I'm being facetious. I've got, a, I've got a good mind to come to the Isle of Man and give you a boot right up your backside. <laughs> uh, well, better still, yes. why don't you come to the Isle of Man, because I know that you're desperate to be invited somewhere. Oh, yeah. So why don't you come to my birthday party? Whoa, whoa, hang on a second. When is your birthday yeah. party? Uh, well, it's on a Saturday. Okay. Which is good. Yes, it's good. But the Isle of Man is miles away. No, it's not. We were hoping it would be somewhere like, I don't know, Muswell Hill or Shepherd's Bush, where we, oh, okay. we work and so, live. Okay, so you're desperate to be invited somewhere. Well... Because it sounds to me like uh, that you and Agent Chris yes. uh, are not invited anywhere. Well... And now you're turning down an opportunity right. to go to somebody's birthday. Well, no. Uh, now, I think you've uh, misinterpreted what I, I think will be an idea for... Yeah. Um, uh, you've confused that with desperation. We're not desperate yeah. to go anywhere. Yeah. I prefer not going to places. Right. I like staying in watching telly and sleeping that if i could if i could do anything for the rest of my life it would be sleeping yes so you're not coming then no okay what's the theme uh what's the theme yes uh well there isn't one yet uh, okay well, but, uh, there, there, but there could be there will be uh, very important people there well well, well, well hang all oh, back up back up who's who's going to be there that's important chris well well the sort of people that are very important uh, then when you say important, do you mean just important on the Isle of Man or important in the world? No, important in the world. Give, give, important give... in the world of of of, um, of entertainment. You're t you're talking nonsense, aren't you? No, I'm not. Give me give me a clue. Uh, okay, um, somebody who works for LBC Travel. Alan Joyce. No, 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 no. More important than that. Oh, Jason Donovan's coming in tomorrow. Is he? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, why didn't you do, uh, by the way, yes. uh, we had an Anthony Looney night, didn't we? Yes. Weeks ago. Yes. Uh, why did we not celebrate uh, the passing of the well-known composer uh, who passed away a couple of weeks ago? Which composer's that? Oh, come on. You must remember. Beethoven. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, responsible for Are You Being Served? Oh, uh, Hazel, Ronnie Hazelhurst. Ronnie Hazelhurst. Yeah. I think we did do a. a no, we didn't even no, mention it at all. Didn't. We should have had a Ronnie Hazelhurst. Hang on a minute. Let's let's see. I must have something. That, let's let's see. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Did he do? Um, I, um, I don't know. Did he do this? Oh, hang on. Uh, no. Okay. Did he do this? Yes. He did that. Yes. Did he do? Oh, summer wine. Yes. He, he did, no, that's Forty Towers. Oh, was it? Okay. okay, but hang on. It's Last of the Summer Wine with lyrics. Uh, in that case, he did. Okay, and did he do this? He did this one, didn't he? No, he didn't do that. Uh, this? No, I mean, sir. Uh, uh, yes, he did do that. Hello, hello? Are you testing me now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's this one then? Yeah. 
survival show. What is that? It's the Dog Tanyon. Oh, is it? Yes. How about uh, this? do that. Are you being served? I haven't got are you being served, unfortunately. Oh, well, I've got it, if you want it. Yeah, go on then, go on then. No, I can't do it now. No, well, not right now. Well, I could do. A grain chill. Yes. Well, Chris, Thank well done. You scored seven points, and you got unfortunately so not so, enough uh, to it's get to. It's on a Saturday, right? Oh uh, yeah, no, we're not coming. Oh, you're not coming. No, right. So. Uh, we, we may be going to people's birthday parties, uh, listeners, and, and recording packages, but it's got to be on a Saturday, and it's got to be nearby. We're not going to go to the Isle of Man. No, we're not going to go to the Isle of Man. That ain't happening. Uh, James is in Streatham. Hello, James. Hello there, Ian. Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, yeah, uh, like Nick Ferrara's show, we're cracking on uh, to the topic. James Streatham. Hi there, uh, Ian. James. Yes. Um, delivery men, uh, I, I bought a new cooker, right? And I phoned up uh, for the delivery guys, and they came along, and I just quickly explained what happened. So I said, oh, hello, delivery man, come on in. Yeah, here's, here's the cooker. Uh, could you fit it in? Can you tell who's who? Yes, I can do Yes, you're different voices, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm, uh, I'd like you to fit it in. And then he took the cooker, cooker away and said, oh, mate, we can't do that. Why not delivery man? Because it's an old electrical installation. I said, but it will fit in, won't it? Yeah, it will. But then why can't you do it, Elf and Safety, mate? Political correctness gone mad. That was my commentary. So Who, I, which, which one are you? I'm, I'm this one. Hello, delivery man. But has the delivery man said anything yet? Yeah, he said, we can't do this, mate. We can't fit it in. It's an old installation. But why are you saying that? No, because that's not my real voice. This is my real voice. Well, I'm confused. How many people are there with you? Uh, just a second. Hello there, it's Nasty Adam. No, it's just me. Right, can you start again from the st- but, but But every time you change character, make a beep. Okay. Beep! Hello there, delivery man. I see you've come with a cooker. Beep! Yeah, mate, I'll just be in the kitchen. Beep! Um, you haven't fitted it in yet, delivery man. Beep! Oh, mate, health and safety, it's an old plug. I can't fit it in. Beep! But it looks patently obvious you can fit it in. Beep! I can't do that, mate. Liability and the law. Beep! What if I do it for you instead, in front of you? Beep! I don't see why not. I'll just stand here. Beep! It seems patently ridiculous that you're the delivery man and I'm having to do it in front of you and you're seeing it so you'll be liable anyway. Beep! Beep! Off. That was a swearing Okay. Uh, and then, and then, uh, yeah, I just, I just fit it in and in front of him. So he was standing there, and it seemed patently absurd, you know. Yeah, patently, yeah. Oh, just another quick thing. Yes, James. Were you listening to Carol and McGiffin yesterday? I love Carol McGiffin. I would like to take her out for a snog. That's such a terrible row with her. You, oh, really? You know what she called me? Well, I, I answer what I said to idiot. her, but she, she said, that she said this to me. Uh, oh, oh, just, just stop. Just get off. You know what? You're you're rude. You're more than that. Yeah. You're stupid. This yeah. is an exact quote. You're stupid. You know, even more so. You're a fool. That is disgusting. Look, I'm here every Sunday, and I'm open to ha- uh, having my mind challenged. But you are. I mean, that's just absurd. And what the last comment you said? That was absolutely disgusting. Turn off. No, seriously, turn off. I don't want you listening to this program. What did you say to her to cause such outrage from the woman I plan to marry? Do you really want me to say it? No, I probably don't, James, actually. But thank you very much for that. Um, when is, what time is Carol McGiffin on? I feel we should, we should trail her in some... 11 way. till 2. Yeah. Sundays. Oh, I'm too busy playing Xbox then. That's why I missed that. 11 um, in the morning till 2. Well, yeah, I know that, because Clive Ball does 10... 11 till 2? 
Oh, that's three hours. Yeah, because Clive's doing ten to one now, Sunday evenings. Yes. It was his first one on Sunday. I heard a bit of it, but I'm so enjoying. What did you do with your first Sunday off, Chris? Because you've, you've been in producing Nick Abbott for the last couple of weeks, so I've had, this is my third Sunday off. This is your first one. What did you do in the end? I did nothing. Nice one. Because I could. It's great. It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. That's right, uh, kids. Clive Bull is now on Sundays to Thursdays, or you could say Mondays to Thursdays and then Sundays, but Sundays to Thursdays is probably easier, I think. Ten to one. I think that's easier. Anyway, it's Christine. Hello. Hello, Christine. Um, right, I'm going to sound all picky. Be, please be picky. You said, like, 28 days later, zombies. Well, all right, all right. They're not technically <laughs> zombies, because zombies, of course, can't run. Yeah, well, they're infected. All right, but they, 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 the closest, the, the easiest, laziest description is zombies. Yeah, I suppose. Hey, so I've had, an, I've had two emails, right? Uh, and that's it. No, uh, one from uh, Nick says, Ian, I agree it's better to see 28 days later before seeing 28 weeks later. And then Andrew says, Paul's right, you don't have to see the first 28 days to join, enjoy the sequel. You're an expert on uh, horror movies, Christine. Set us I, straight. Well, I tell you, don't have to see it, but it would be better to see it. It'd be much better to see it. Yeah. The second film's better, isn't it? Um, oh. mm, well, I like... I liked it a lot. I wasn't expecting I was going to like it, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. But I think I think the first one's a bit better. Uh, the first one's it's better. Got, it's got old Killian Murphy in it. I love him. Oh, I don't like him. He's got funny eyes. <laughs> He's like, the first one's better because you do get to see a lot more of uh, London completely empty, and those shots are superb. Where it yeah. it's, you'd be in the middle of like um, I can't think Piccadilly Circus or wherever it is, uh, and there's just no one there, and there's a lot more of that, and that looks really effective. But yeah. uh, I did like the fact that I thought. Um, Who's Begsby? What's his real name? McGiffin. Who? The, the be- bloke who played Begsby in um, the Rubbish Train Spotting. Oh, the dad. Car- Carlisle. Robert Carlisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was brilliant. Oh. What? Do you disagree? No, no, it was good. I just, the zombie. Well, the bit when he turned into a zombie was a bit funny. I don't know. Oh, well, don't ruin it for anyone. Oh, sorry, sorry. Chris, well, my, well he's not ruined it, Chris, don't worry. <laughs> not ruined it. But I really like the bit where they um, explode Canary Wolf. Uh, well, yeah, they. Ah. Oh, <laughs> Did you say so- my Sorry, Chris. Explode? Sorry, <laughs> he's you've, you've ruined it totally for him now. But that bit's in the trailer. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. it's in the trailer, Chris. Where they 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 blow up. Ah. Um, oh. Sorry. Anyway, Christine. That bit's really good because you see my office explode. All right. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, there you go, Christine. Thank you for that. Anything else? Um. Oh, I went to see Halloween, the remake. Oh yeah. Have you seen that yet? Is it rubbish? It's good, but it's different. There we go. That's enough for me. Thank you, Christine. More of calls after the latest news. On 97.3. DAB. And online. London's biggest conversation. LBC. At eight, Menezes' last moments revealed at trial. More postal disruption on the way. And Princess Anne's helicopter is the centre of a fire alert. It's eight o'clock. I'm Katie Brethwick. The Old Bailey has been hearing the moment police shot dead an innocent man at Stockwell Tube Station. An undercover surveillance officer has been answering questions and has told the court how he pinned John Charles de Menezes down while other officers shot him. The Brazilian was shot seven times in the head.
Talks aimed at resolving the bitter postal workers' dispute have tonight ended without agreement. Millions of households and businesses are experiencing further misery this week after a second 48-hour strike began today. The walkout went ahead after lengthy discussions again failed to resolve the dispute over pay and pensions. It's estimated there's already a backlog of 100 million unsorted letters and parcels. The jury at the Diana inquest has been examining the scene of her fatal car crash in Paris. The tunnel where the princess and Dodie were killed has been closed off. They'll also visit the Ritz Hotel where she spent her last evening. Five News' Simon Vigas in the city and told LBC what jurors are having to take into consideration. They uh, looked at the slope, the bends, the pillars and are taking into a lot of consideration uh, how different the uh, crash could have been if the car had gone to the outer wall rather than square on into the central pillars whether Diana and Dodie had been wearing seatbelts, how much of a difference that would have made Police have arrested a climate change protester at a power station in Kent. The woman was one of around 26 Greenpeace members who launched a protest at the King's North Power Station in Medway earlier today. They want Gordon Brown to reject plans for Britain's first new coal plant in more than 20 years. And a helicopter carrying the Princess Royal was at the centre of a fire alert earlier, just before it was due to take off. Princess Anne was on board the chopper when emergency services were alerted this afternoon. The aircraft was about to leave Denby High School in North Wales when the incident happened. Buckingham Palace says there wasn't a fire but there appeared to have been an electrical fault on board. Sports QPR are at home to Norwich tonight. The game kicked off just over 15 minutes ago and so far at Loftus Road it's goalless. Showbiz and Michelin starred chef Heston Blumenthal has revealed the secret to a perfect cheeseburger. A sachet of sodium citrate, the chemical usually used to treat cystitis, emulsifies the cheese. He also recommends using a petrol station air pump to make Peking duck and a squirrel trap to smoke fish. On the road, the M11 has one lane blocked heading away from town. That's between junction 7 and 8. That's because of an accident. And if you're away from your radio and want to stay in touch with the latest news, weather and travel, don't forget you can call 0901 723 Calls cost 35 pence. Taking a look at London's weather, a cloudy and misty night lows down to 13 Celsius. This is LBC. It's 8.03. Remember, there's a new way to call London's biggest conversation. Our new number is 0845 6060 So, store it in your phone now for when you next want to take part in one of your favourite shows on LBC 97.3. Look around you. How many of the people around you right now could become ill at any time? At GlaxoSmithKline, we undertake medical research to develop new drugs for today and tomorrow. We just need you to help us with our clinical trials at our research unit at Clinical Imaging Centre London. You'll be paid for your time and commitment if you take part in the study. So, if you're healthy and aged between 18 and 60, then call us today on 0800 707 6068. That's 0800 707 6068. Help us help people to do more, feel better, live longer. At Homebase, there's 20% off selected furniture. And we've now taken an extra 10% off, but not for long. Homebase, make a house a home. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. I like the mushy peas. Um, brilliant. Um, um, 
Um, um, William. The WWW. There's some blasts from them past. So, I said I'd uh, have a recap of where we are. <clears throat> and here it is. And we've talked, we've talked about stuff I didn't jot down as well. I don't quite know. So, I had some stuff delivered today. It was a sofa bed. It's a small one. I, I'm quite excited. I'm actually going to spend a night. Once I've got curtains in the room, that'll take a few weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks to make curtains. Six weeks. They've not even sent me the quote yet. I had a phone call on Thursday. We'll email you the quote because of the lazy postman. Oh, no, it's a postal strike. What a bunch of lazy... I'm so annoyed with Royal Mail. I drove past them the other day, flicked them the Vs. Not... I did it below the, the window so they couldn't see it. What, in support? No, no, in anti-support. The opposite of support. And against. Because I hate Royal Mail. It's at my house now is a Royal Mail free zone. After they stole... Oh, sorry. After they lost uh, ten video games that I sent special... Delivery, ladies and gentlemen, special delivery. Then you go to make a claim. Oh, yeah, so you're supposed to have a receipt for everything that you sent. Oh, I didn't think of that. Sorry, I didn't realise you were going to st- lose them, so I haven't got a receipt for them. Why don't you buy ready-made curtains? Um, that's a very good question, actually. I don't know. Because you had curtains made for the living room, didn't you? Yes. Because then a the man comes around and fits them. But I, I think they do make them ready-made. They do, don't they? they I, that's, a, that's a bloody good good question there. I think I you've been had. I have been... Well, not had, but I think I'm spending a lot of money where I don't need to... I'm getting blinds made as well. They're making blinds. No, I've seen them. They sell them, like, all done. I, well, you're right. Now you've said it. Now you've pointed that out. I'm spending a fortune on window accessories and dressings that I don't need. You don't have weird-shaped windows, do you? Not, no. No, these are normal shaped windows. What? Get this right. One's a. It says, I'm having cur- curtains for one window. And then in the, the office, a window, blind. And then there's a door with glass, blind, right? And I wasn't there when the fella came round. Fandango was. So we got the, 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 the door. And he said. And I, I still don't quite know exactly what he said. He said, right, well, I'll, obviously I'll do one blind that covers the window, on the window. Now, you can have a blind that covers the window on the door or goes all the way and covers the whole door. And Van Dango said, I, I don't... I don't know. Give us a quote for both. But the quote they're going to send us is only going to have the quote for the curtain, the, the blind, going all the way down to the, the bottom of the door. And I said, well, why would we want to cover the whole door when it's not all glass? And also there's a cat flap in there. So it's going to block the... The cat's going to walk in and go, what the flipping hell is this? What's going on? Well, she'll try and get out and go, why can't I walk through this? Can they put a cat flap in the blind? Well, I've told you my invention of building a cat flap for doors inside the house. But the the cat flap door, it's on a swing, so it side opens. And it's an exact replica, a miniature replica of the door that it's part of. That that is a brilliant idea. Will it have glass panels then? Well, no, not in... No, 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 you're confusing stuff. So, we were talking about blinds. Were we? Did we talk about... No, we just talked about... Just curtains. Then. Curtains. Curtains. Okay, so the first hour, we were talking about delivery men. Uh, and it, if you've ever had stuff delivered, or if you are a delivery man, is it normal to go, well, I don't think we'll get it... We'll have a go. I don't think we will, though. I think they were just being a little bit lazy. They were nice lads. Just lazy lads. One was a fat man. And you know what I say, Chris? Never trust a fat delivery man. You've never said that. Have I not? No. Well, I'm going to start saying it from now on. 
0845 6060973. Ah, we also mentioned the cinema. Uh, and is it... Is, well, not is the cinema dead, because that's boring, but is the cinema dead? Because I went to see uh, a film at the weekend. There was, there was 18 other people in the pictures of me. And also, I got to sit on one of the sofa seats. Have you been on them? They used to be called love seats when I was a teenager. Love seats. Because no. you could touch up a girl um, and not get done for it, by law. Uh, no, it's love. It's love, man. <laughs> they used to be called love seats. But now they're just like sofa seats. And they used to, also, when I was a kid, they used to be... Um, uh, I remember they introduced them at the, um, the, the, the cinema in Slough. They used to be at the back, right at the back. So the back two rows were love seats. So you could get the snogs in. I've, I, I've never snogged a girl in the cinema. I've never done it. Uh, so you could sn- get the snogs in. But these ones were at the front. So you could just be like really comfortable. Really comfortable while you're watching a movie. I've only seen one film where I've had the cinema to myself. Which one was that? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I saw um, the Brady Bunch movie where I had the cinema to myself. What, the remake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was rubbish. I thought it was quite good, actually. I went and saw it because the monkeys were in it, and I was going through my big monkeys thing at the time. Were you in the cinema totally by yourself? I think so, yeah. Oh, no, there was a girl with me. Oh, I was, t- I was by myself. I went, t- I went on my own. I hope I was on my own anyway, because I did some terrible stuff. Anyway, 0845 Now, here's a new thing that we're going to throw into the mix. Oh, remind me to talk about Knights of Prosperity later on as well. Uh, in fact, I'm going to put a star by that so that I talk about that later on, because that was very good. Uh, but there's, um, this is a new thing. I want to talk about you know sometimes when you're like driving uh, through sort of small towns and places and sometimes you'll see on roundabouts banners celebrating someone's birthday like Steve you're 40 you fat sod stuff like that happy birthday Margaret lots of love the kids and they put banners on roundabouts you saw one did you see one recently Chris yeah excellent Oh, do you want to tell us any more about it? I think her name was Trisha. And how old was Trisha? I bet she was like 37. 40. Okay. What? Uh, why? Why? Right, if you've ever had this done, or if it, maybe it's your dream to drive past a roundabout and go, that's my birthday. My, my, my Sheila's done that. Nice one. Oh, it's the kid. Oh, the kids have done. Why would anyone graffiti? I assume it's graffiti. I'm assuming they haven't got permission from the council to put up really naff bunting it's like on a sheet oh is it on a sheet yeah jeez why would anyone do that 0845 6060 inappropriate displays of birthday I don't know how this sentence is going to end you can interrupt it if you want Chris to save me and dangerous thank you gratitude I didn't know I should have left it so if anyone's ever done that and look the phones have gone mental do try and do try and uh do try and call us on that. This is this is your topic, Chris. So it better work. Seven second delay. Okay, let's wait. Let's wait seven seconds and just see. Let's see. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, no one. Six and a half. Yeah, no. Six and three quarters. There's a phone call from Lightwork. You take it, Chris. While you're taking that, I'm going to talk to Eduardo. Yo, what's happening, bad boy? Yo, 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 Mama Sita. <laughs> Just on that point of banners. Yes. I, I saw one a few years ago in a less salubrious part of London. Okay, was it Chigwell? No, it wasn't. No, definitely not. No. It wouldn't be allowed. It wouldn't get through the planning council. You've got to go to them if you want to post a letter these days. You, I, 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 you know I'm boycotting Royal Mail. 
Oh, well, it's all too much hassle, Royal Mail. I mean, Stuff I, I, I sold a couple of items on eBay, and I ended up giving the people back their money. Because it went missing? Well, no, because I couldn't. I was selling it, because it was just too much hassle, like, taking it down to that oh. parcel four centre. Well, hang on, that's your problem, then. That's not their problem. That's I you know, just being lazy. Yeah, but, you know, you get there, and there's, like, that's what the people post is arguing like. and fighting, and they I, sit there. I hate them. The phones ring for hours, and they just ignore them. I hate them. I hate them. And I'm, on principle, I just, you know, you just can't do that. I am never using them ever again, unless they find all of the stuff that they, uh, that went missing, or they give me a full refund, which they will do neither. They won't do any because they don't care. They do not care. And do you know what? I'm glad they're on strike. And do you know what? I hope they all lose uh, their jobs. I've said it. I've said it now. I oh, hope they all man. lose their jobs. Oh, dangerous. No, I'm saying it. I hope they all lose their jobs, apart from the fella that delivers my post, because he's a really nice lad. The rest of them can get knotted. Well, I'm kind of enjoying it, because, like, at the moment, I wake up and there's no bills coming through the door, and then I get to my office and there's no bills coming through. But what office. it means is, in a month's time, when they get off their lazy backsties and start posting letters again, that you'll have a hundred bills come through at once and you'll be double skint. Yeah, but and also, yeah. they, what they won't do is that, because they, 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 they did this last time, they'll say, oh yeah, okay, we'll go back to work, but we're not clearing up the backlog. But what you can say then, or I can say to my, my suppliers, is I can say... Oh, I didn't get it. Can you please send it again? It must have been the strike, and I'll get 90 days out of it. I've already had um, two people who have meant to send, send me stuff, meant to send me stuff a long, long time ago, before the postal strike. Right. I've, I've been on the phone to them, or my agent has, and they've said, well, actually, it's my agent. It's two things, and uh, they should have been sent checks. They've both said, ah, uh, yeah, it's the postal it strike. strike. It's the postal strike. But hang on, I did those jobs three months ago. Well, you know, that's 90 days. That's pretty standard. Here we go. Here's the thing for it. 0845-6060-973. Have you used the excuse... Uh, have you blamed something on the postal strike, or has somebody blamed a, a, a lack of something being delivered on the postal strike oh, already? I've using it since Saturday morning. Yeah. Well, Edward, I believe you had a, a reason for calling in. I did. I, well, just... Uh, I'll praise you that before we go there. Okay. Just with the banner thing. Okay. Oh, and okay. I, I did see one in a rather... In a not great part of London, which was celebrating... Somebody's released from prison. <laughs> oh. uh, surely, I think that's something you wouldn't want to sell it to, to everyone to know, would you? No, well, that's sweet, isn't it? It's sweet. Edward, hey, listen, we'll get your main point. So I'm going to go to the travel. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine something. I think I've just upset a load of postmen. Well, that'll learn them. It's the travel news now. It's everyone's favourite little travel munchkin. Oh, she's lovely. Oh, it's Karen Mercer, everybody. <laughs> The M11, that's back to normal after an accident involving several cars heading towards Stansted after Junction 7 for Harlow. It's all back up to speed on that stretch. Everything's fine now. In New Southgate, though, Palmer's Green, Palmer's Road is blocked in both directions where there's some fire engines. If you know more about that one, please call me on the jam line 08000 68 60 80. In Borehamwood, Elstree Way closed between Newark Green and Manaway where they're doing overnight works. So the A1 will be busier than usual as it's part of the diversion route. There are queues in both directions on Wembley High Road. That's because of works outside the tube station and the traffic lights on Vauxhall Bridge Road at Rochester Road are just on green for a very short time. The traffic's still quite bad because of that. In Raynham you can't get onto the ferry lane southbound from the A13 after a fire and on the tubes, don't forget, from 10 o'clock the Victoria Line will be suspended. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 30 minutes. 
Join London's biggest conversation with Paul Ross. What do you want to see on the menu when it comes to a tasty tea time chat? Meat and two veg, something tough and gristly to sink your teeth into, or do you prefer it light, frothy and sweet? Whatever your nutritional conversational requirements, join me, Paul Ross, here on London's biggest conversation, LBC 97.3. Join London's biggest conversation with Paul Ross, Monday to Thursday afternoons from 4, LBC 97.3. Service not included. Yeah, please. Good evening. Eduardo. Am I on? You're on. Lovely. He is. I was talking about, um... What was that last video you sent on my MySpace? Oh, that was my hometown. Oh, was it? Do you know what? Can I just say this? When people do send me videos on my MySpace, and if you want to become my MySpace friend, myspace.com forward slash the real Ian Lee. And www.myspace.com. Uh, oh, I've forgotten. That's embarrassing, isn't it? Never mind. Um, MySpace.com ne- forward slash never mind. Uh, let's, hang on, should we just see whose MySpace that is? Someone must have that MySpace page. Hang on a second. Let's just go here. www.myspace.com. Apparently all the action's on Facebook. Oh, I hate... I'm, I'm on Facebook. I've got more friends on Facebook, but I hate it. But, like, my cousin... Oh, Go to never mind and look at, look at B. MySpace.com forward slash never mind. Nothing to see here. Please dis- uh, disperse. Male, 37 years old, Portland, Oregon, United States. He's wearing a light brown leather jacket. Yeah. He's got a tiny keyboard behind his bald head. Uh, yes, I, I don't like the MySpace, the, 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 the uh, Facebook. There's too many... Um... It's too personal, isn't it? Yes, I don't, I don't actually want to... Anyway, when people post YouTube clips on my MySpace page, I never check them. Apart from, really? one, apart from one, I saw a beginning of yours, actually. But did you ever see the one that Vinny posted on mine? So, well, uh, what was it about? It was a, uh, something smasher. Smasher? Something smasher. No, you know, it's all about me, so I only look at the stuff that I'm interested okay. in. Okay, You know what it's like. I know exactly what it's like, brother. You know? Should we get to your point now? Yes. Please. Throwing points, throwing stuff at stages. Yes, have you, oh yeah, we, oh that was it, yeah, I forgot. We asked, have you ever oh, thrown... It's my birthday coming up as well, I'm going to plan a big dig. Big shindig, what, what, big, what do you call it, shindig? A big shindig? Yes. I'll be 37, can you believe it? No, I can't believe it, because when I met you, you looked about 48. 37. You're not 37, that's a lie. No, 37. Anyway, yes, we were asking, have you ever thrown anything at a stage? I, back 20, about 20 or so years ago. Yes. Uh, remember the old marquee in Wardour Street? Mm. And they used to serve the pints in plastic pints things. Yeah, glasses. Plastic glasses, yes. yes. Pla- and plastics, was, I believe. There was a band there. What did I say? Well, a plastic... If it's a glass, glass, then it's a plastic plastic. It's plastics. Plastic container. Well, plastics. Plastics, yeah. yeah. They served it in plastic. And there was a band that we always used to go and see called uh, Chelsea. Oh. You ever heard of them? Um, I've heard of a, a band called Chelsea, but I doubt it's the same one. They were a skinhead punk band. Oh, Jesus. And I threw a pint, but it missed the stage in it. Do you remember the film The Wanderers? The big skinhead guy. Am I thinking of the right film? Do you mean I, the Warriors? The, no, was the Wonder the Wanderers was a similar one. Oh, okay, I don't know the Wanderers. You know, oh, you have to see the Wanderers. Okay, go on. Is it the Wanderers or the Warriors? No, the Warriors was the one set in New York. Warriors it? come out to play. No, that one, the Wanderers, right? Was a gang thing, but set in the fifties. It's brilliant. Okay. Anyway, and it hit him on the back of the head. Oh God! From the back, and that was the last time I went to the old marquee because it turned into a bit of a. 
upsetting experience. Yeah. The old marquee on, on Ch- uh, Charing Cross Road? Wardour Street. No, prior to before they moved it. Oh, uh, I, I like the one. Because the one on Charing Cross Road was pretty gr- pretty. I never great. went there just out of, out of being an idiotic... Oh, well, I went there, and that was my one. And I, ne- and I never went when they moved it again. Because... Uh, well, I'm older than you. Yeah, so you're I know the original one. You're 48. I'm 36, and I'm going to be 37 next. Well, I'd, Edward, it was a rubbish story. It wasn't worth you hanging on, but I do appreciate that. Well, no, it's been... My pleasure's been all mine. Good lad, I'm sure it has. Oh, wait, four five six oh six oh nine seven three. If you've ever chucked anything at a stage, we're not condoning it. We're not, but it happens. Or if you've been on a stage and someone's chucked something at you, oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. And have you ever been to the pictures and seen a film entirely on your own? Not just you went on your own because you've got no mates, but you were the only person in the cinema. I saw the Brady Bunch movie and there was nobody else in the pictures when I saw it. Oh eight four five six oh six oh. Nine seven three. Nidal. Hello. Hello, Nidal. Hello. <laughs> oh, isn't that a lovely little giggle you've got there? Oh yeah, there's a giggle. I'm a bit shy. Oh well, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> oh. I was just calling to agree with your um, whole cinema. Have you got what accent? Is that Scottish? Yes, it is. Where about? Is it? It's like Glasgow, isn't it? Uh, just outside Glasgow. Oh, okay, so that's a proper Scottish accent. Do you think so? Oh, that it's gone. It I've well, been in London too long. It's it's softened. It's softened. I said softened. It's <laughs> softened, but it's definitely there. Oh, good. Oh, I, I like it. It's a good sound. Anyway, Nadal, sorry, carry on. Mm. No, I was just agreeing with you um, that, first of all, I went to see the same film that you did, and also that the cinema was pretty much empty, and I go to the cinema about three times a what, week. The, the Ben Stiller one? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was I was surprised. I thought, because it was Saturday, even though it was Saturday lunchtime, I thought there'd yes, still be I quite a few people well. there. It was it was all right, wasn't it? It's was not the greatest film in the world, but it's it's one of the best he's done in quite a long time. I thought. Well, all the funny bits were in the trailer, so you'd already really seen them. But it was quite a good movie. It was entertainment, nothing too deep. Yeah, no, exactly, nothing too deep. There was, there were some uh, absolutely filthy bits as well. The bit when they're having sex and uh, oh, that's great, or when she's peeing on him. Oh, oh, that was hideous. That bit. <laughs> I didn't like that bit. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Uh, so I, embarrassing. And the, uh, uh, um, uh, Uncle Tito, I quite liked as well. When, oh, the, when he's passing the, the food through yeah. to her, and um, she he puts his, her his thing, and uh, yeah, I thought I, th- I thought it was quite good. It's, uh, you know, it's not it's, it's not one of his best, but it's better than the, the dross he's been turning out recently. Well, that's it, and it was entertainment. It was a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Too deep, as I said, it's but there was there was hardly anyone there. Yeah, 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 there was there was about four or five people. Wow. But it's a good thing because I went on my own, so no one's seen that I was on my own. I do. I, do, I, haven't, I haven't been to the pictures on my own for ages, but when, when I've done it in the past, I've absolutely loved it. Yeah, I much prefer it. You can eat as much as you want. Yeah. You can do what you like without anyone nagging at you. Yeah, there's no one going, why is he killing that man? What? Yeah, exactly. Didn't, hang on, didn't, is that the man's brother? No, we've never seen this man before. He's new. <laughs> so there's none of that going on. And it's, it's, uh, it's kind of quite cathartic, I think. Exactly. You walk out when you want. You can yeah. go to the toilet when you want. You can do whatever you like whenever you want. So you get better peace. And, and also, they sell you student tickets a lot easier when it's empty. Oh, hang on, what? Really? You try and get hooky tickets? <laughs> Nadal. I do, actually. I always flag it and try and get a student ticket. I am afraid I do never get to... St- don't you need to have a student union pass or something? Uh, well, I've got a little trick, but I can't tell you on the radio. No, and we don't condone it. Very, very <laughs> naughty. Nadal, thank you for that. No worries. Bye-bye. Bye. 0845 60 It's Terry in the Pembury. Yeah, hello, Ian. Hello, Terry. Hello. Um, I... Switched the radio on earlier, and well I done. thought you speaking to a gentleman invited him, inviting you to um, a birthday bash in um, the Isle of Man. Is that right? All I'm saying is, Chris and I 
uh, are going to start doing a new thing where if someone invites us to a birthday party and we want to go and we feel safe and we are able to go and it's on a Saturday night, then we might pop along for 20 minutes, half an hour, and record a nice little little package and play it out on the radio. Right, OK. Um, well, I haven't got a calendar in front of me, so it might uh, not be applicable, but... Uh, um, um, do you know what day the 14th of November falls on? No, but we can have a look. Hang on a second. What we can do here is... Uh, is there a calendar here? Let me click on calendar. Uh, November the 14th. It's a Wednesday. Well, you won't be able to do it. No. You probably wouldn't anyway. want to do it no, anyway. You sound like a fruitcake. Can I just tell you what I was going to... It's not it, really a party. Is it, a se- is it an orgy? Uh, I wish it was. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunately, no. No. Uh, um, no. But um, I'm yes. going along with a few friends. Yes. To. <laughs> Sounds dubious, doesn't it? Yes. Finish um, the sentence. Um, to see the Sex Pistols. Oh! <laughs> they reformed for um, six dates, and one of them is on my birthday. Where are you watching them? Pardon? Where are you seeing them? Brixton Academy. Oh, I'd like... Because I know they're playing, like, GMEX as well, so they're playing, like, a big arena, but, I'd, oh, I'd like to see them at the... Aca- Have you got a spare ticket? I can certainly get one for you, but now the bad news... Yeah. You have to pay me for it, because, uh... What? It, they, they cost £42.50. Oh, is that all? I, I thought you were going to say they're, like, 260 quid or something. Oh, well, I mean, you know, it's a lot of money to see an ex-punk band, did not it? But, uh, oh, I'd, I'd, pay, I'd pay double that to see the Pistols, definitely. Well, I've seen them before, years ago, but, um... There'll be fat old men just raking in the money, and well done them for doing well, it. Well, good for them. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. I mean, because uh, I spoke to a ticket agency today, and there are still tickets available. Oh, I'm surprised at that. Okay. Yeah, but they expect it to sell out within the next couple of weeks. You uh, know. No, if I if I could go, Terry, I would go, but sadly, I can't. I can get no more time off at LBC ninety seven point three, London's biggest conversation. All right, thanks. But thanks, Terry. Bye bye. Yeah, take it easy. Bye. Good, good lad. There we go. Uh, yeah, that's true. If, if if someone's having a birthday party and we can we can make it and we want to make it, we'll come along. Steve. Yeah. Yes, Buds. Yeah. Yes. Delivery story. Go on then. A certain French shop who I've been instructed not to name. Don't name them. Um, I had a window of between uh, nine and one or something. Okay, like that's that. that's quite a big window, isn't it? It's big enough. Yeah, that's that's quite a big window. But when they rang my doorbell at quarter to seven in the morning Ooh, on a Saturday, flipping heck! And um, I was like, "Hang on a second, mate!" And they'd already left me a message on my mobile, which is obviously turned off. Yeah. At quarter past six, to say we're on our way. What? But I was like, "Hang on a second, mate! Calm down." I mean, these two boys were working hard. Yeah. And, um, they looked like they had a really long day ahead of them. Yeah, tough. It's and, not not, and, not your problem. Well, you, you know, but some people aren't lucky enough to have decent jobs that pay decent money and they've got to work for the... Yeah, but no, but still, but that's still not your problem, that they've they got a tough day ahead of them. That's, that is their job, you know. It was just such a shock they arrived so early. And I, I bet you said, you fancy a cup of tea, lads? No, I didn't. Yeah, I, I would have, uh, well... And that woman, I don't know who it was, but she's completely ruined 28 weeks later for me now. Yeah, I know, Steve, I'm sorry about that. I, I can only apologise. It's a good All film, right. though. I'm flying hump. Cheers, fella. Thank you very much. Oh, oh, 0845 I suppose it's better than coming early than you have that thing where you just have to... It's always... Whenever I get a delivery and it's like a four or five hour window, they always come one minute before their window closes. John in the Broxbourne. 
Hello, how you doing, Ian? Yeah, I'm all right, John. <laughs> how you doing, all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I need to go to the loo. Uh, go on, in. Well, I've got to do this first. Oh. Can you hold it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can hold it for a minute and a half. Oh, only? Okay. Well, that's uh, all you've got, mate. Uh, no, I'm just going to let you know, I saw, uh, me and my wife saw uh, a big black cat in, uh, in Tring yesterday. A wild one in wild one. In in what? In what? In Tring. It's in Hertfordshire. Would you, would you mean, the, would you mean like a leopard? Well, I don't know what it was, but it was like, um, it was about, it, uh, it's about the size of, it's a bit smaller than our station. No, you didn't. Mm, what do you mean to do to prove it? Well, well, have you got any pictures of it? No. Obviously. No, obviously not. It was quite a way away. Well, exactly, it was, it was a way away, but it was probably nearer than you thought. That's why it seemed so big, when really it was just quite small, but your, no. feel, your depth of perception was inaccurate. No, 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 I'm quite up to speed my animals. It definitely was. What, 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 what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean you're, did you say you're astute on your animals? Up to speed. Up to speed? What, 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 go on then, tell me about animals. Well, ask me a question. Uh, okay, what's the Latin name for cat? Don't know. How many species of dog are there? Don't know. Um, what's uh, where do Indian <laughs> elephants come from? Indian ones. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I'm, I'm asking you an easy question just so you get one question right. You don't have egg on your face. Yeah, but you don't know any others either, do you? Any other what? Come on, Ian. I'm I, I quite like you. Don't have a go at me. I'm, <laughs> <just doing the laughs> I'm not having a go at you. I'm just dubious, John. <laughs> I didn't oh, know you're that these. A good man, I was enjoying talking. I wanted to, uh, to talk to you. I've never talked to you before. And I was so having you, a good go. So you I made just a, thought I'd say it's like interesting. Well, John, listen. Thank you for that. Uh, obviously didn't like me, oh well. <laughs> well, yeah, I did like your made-up story, mate. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC It's 8.30, I'm Katie Brethwick. A police officer has described the moment that innocent John Charles de Menezes was wrongly shot as a suicide bomber at Stockwell Tube Station. The surveillance officer, codenamed Ivor, told the Old Bailey that it had been a distressing and shocking incident for passengers who fled the tube carriage in July 2005. The jury in the Diana inquest has been visiting the scene of her fatal car crash in Paris. The 11-member jury are returning to the Pont de l'Alma tunnel tonight to see it in the dark. Sports and in their championship relegation battle against Norwich tonight, QPR have brought in Portsmouth defender Martin Craney, who signed for three months so far at Loftus Road. It's nil-nil. And in showbiz, a film about Bangladeshi life in the East End has picked up two awards at a French film festival. Brick Lane, which caused controversy when locals said it portrayed their culture in an unfavourable light, has won the Audience Prize and Best Screenplay at the Dinar Film Festival in Brittany. The film's based on Monica Arney's best-selling book. On the roads in Boreham Wood, Elstree Way is closed between Newark Green and Manor Way for overnight works. And the weather, a cloudy and misty night ahead, lows down to 13 Celsius. This is LBC. It's 8.31. I find it's easy to get a lot of different sports on the digital. Um, I've got one of the little the little portable um, radios that is about the size of an iPod kind of thing, and I will take that to the cricket just so I can listen to the commentary whilst sitting in the sunshine and watching the match because I like you know I like listening to blowers commentating on the uh, on the cricket match. You can get all sorts of DAB digital radios for the cricket, for your kitchen, your car, even your shower. Find out if you can do digital at getdab.com. 
Do you need more time with Nick? To come back to the story that's on so many of your front pages. Or do you want to catch up with Clive? It's a bizarre story, but, but apparently it's true. LBC Plus lets you listen again to a whole world of LBC programmes with no interruptions. No secular, no No interruptions. You can listen on your computer or transfer to your iPod or MP3 player to listen on the move. There's a whole archive of LBC programmes for you to choose from. Or you can catch some special features you just won't hear on the radio. You can join from just £2 a month by going to lbc.co.uk and clicking on LBC Plus. LBC Plus. Just click and listen. Wake up with Steve Allen. I've discovered there's no point in having an expensive alarm clock. You don't want Big Ben chiming away in your bedroom. Oh, the one I bought in the pound shop, which eventually gave up the ghost after goodness knows how many years, started off going beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. And of course you lie there and all you can hear is this little tinny thing going through your mind. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. And so I bought this other one, which does exactly the same. Beep, 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 beep. It's got a slightly lower tone, as you can imagine. And normally, the moment I turn the alarm off, I turn the light on, because I've got a remote control light. You know, you sort of go like that, and the lights come on. Which seems a bit pointless, because sometimes you haven't got the energy to do that first thing in the morning, let alone actually get out of bed. Set your alarm, whatever noise it makes, and wake up with Steve Allen, Monday to Thursday from 5, and for weekend breakfast from 8, LBC 97.3. LBC 97.3 Ian, Ian Lee's Good, Good Evening Yes so, surprisingly, uh, Chris's topic of... And I, I, well, no, I, do, I do mean surprisingly, because I genuinely laughed out loud when he told me this, and I thought, well, this is going to be... This will be the, the show for tonight. The topic of banners on roundabouts to celebrate birthdays. But no-one's called in about that. Um, 0845 6060 973 if, uh, if you want to. Chris is off making a cup of... T- uh, is off doing producer's stuff at the moment, so he can't take your call. But uh, we will get to you eventually. So do keep trying. I see the phones are, are, are going mental at the moment. But do keep trying. Uh, let's go to Shin. Hello, Shin. Hi. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you, mate. What can I do for you? <laughs> I just wanted to speak to you about the uh, the cinemas. Oh yeah, go on. Um, I think the reason why nobody's coming into the cinemas is the uh, the price of uh, all the knickknacks. It's very very expensive, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly is. Even the, well, even the tickets quite expensive. Two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, the tickets were a tenner each. Listen, mate, I go there with my wife and daughter, and I end up paying more for the knickknacks than I do for the tickets for the for the film. What knickknacks do you get? Uh, you know the the. Uh, uh, Look, uh, it- What's it called? The um, but, sausage roll or whatever it is. Sausage. Well, what the sausage roll? They don't sell sausage rolls at the pictures. What are you talking about? What <laughs> what century are you from? All right, all right. Do you, do you mean hot dogs? Hot dogs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bless you. Yeah, the hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to buy some nachos. They had they they had they were advertising nachos, and I said, "Can I get some nachos?" Oh no, so we don't do nachos. <laughs> you got a thing up there that says nachos three pounds fifty. Oh yeah, we need to change that. Well, you should flipping change. Did I, you see that TV show? The BS Detective. What? What? From years ago? Not years ago. It was a couple of months ago. It was called the BS Detective. No. I won't say the uh, the rest of it. Yeah. And um, they, were, they had a caravan parked outside. Yeah. Apparently, they were saying to everyone, "Take your own knickknacks in." Yeah. It's a lot cheaper. You're not allowed to. 
well, that's what they say, but they, if you argue with them, they say, okay, nope. just this once, <clears throat> we'll allow you. I bet, okay, let, well, this, here we go, this is the next half hour, 0845 If you have tried to take your own knickknacks, by knickknacks we mean um, uh, yep. sausage rolls and sweeties, that's it. Uh, into the pictures, uh, and you've got away with it, or you've been turned away, can you give me a call and let me know? 0845. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I've done it myself. You are, What? Well, I'll put the Coca-Cola in my pockets and the sweeties in my pockets, and I've gone in myself. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Chris, wherever you are, you need to come back and take some phone calls, please. He's, he's off doing producer he's stuff. He's going to get some Twix, mate. He's going to get... Chris, come back and take some phone calls. Uh, really? But, so you snuck... Uh, maybe that's the way to do it, is to sneak them out in the dark. I'm telling you. Chris, this come back and take some phone calls. The phones have gone mental. Chris! <laughs> Chris hang on a minute, Shin. Chris! I'm, I'm serious. I'm not being funny for the radio. Actually, come back and do it. Chris! 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 He's left the building. Chris! He's downstairs with the birds. Chris! Chris, I've got four lines going! Chris! 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 Yeah, I've got four lines going! Oh yeah, well done. Answer them! Where's the tea? It's not made. Oh, flip it. Well, to get them lines. There's five lines now. And the Twix. And the Twix. Uh, no, don't get Twix. I've got pizza when I go home. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, so you got away with it, did you, Shen? I did indeed. All right, nice one. Well, listen, thank you for that. Thank you. Cheers, boss. There we go. Oh, eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Make make Chris happy. Make him work. Uh, oh, it's Fat Steve, boys and girls. Hey. Hey, man. How's it going? How's um, um, Kid Nation going? It's horrible. Oh, um, brilliant. It's, it's just kind of boring. Oh, really? Um, but I did call to talk about Knights of Prosperity. Knights of Prosperity, my new favorite TV program. What a treat. You know, it's it's funny. I've never actually seen it, but one of my best friends wrote on it, and um, she stayed at my place in New York because um, it's one of the few sitcoms based out of New York. Yeah. Um, but they, they only shot like 13, maybe 16 episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, I read about it um, uh, like maybe six months ago, and this there was there's a thing in the back of the Guardian guide where they say, well, this is a new program that's happening. It probably won't last very long, so I was kind of aware of it, and the premise got me. Uh, and then I saw a big poster for it, and didn't realise what it was until I started watching it at the weekend. And it was let me explain it for anyone who, who doesn't know. It's <clears throat> which will be most people. It's this guy in New York. He's really really skint, uh, and then he comes up with a great idea to rob Mick Jagger. Yeah, it was originally called Let's Rob Mick Jagger. Let's Rob Mick Jagger. And they keep saying, Let's Rob Mick Jagger. And so the whole thing is them and him and his mates and this really sexy woman in a PVC cat suit on Saturday's episode trying to rob Mick Jagger. Now, does Mick, do you know, does Mick Jagger only appear in the first episode? Yeah. Oh! But there are other celebrities. It, like, it, it's not just Mick Jagger. Oh, really? Like Ray Romano. Oh, yeah. He and, you see, I only, <laughs> you see, I never actually watched this show. Yeah. But every time there was like a sh- uh, scene where that woman oh. was like dressed really hot, my friend would call me up and say, "Oh, we're filming over here. If oh. you want to come." She's so well, she's in a black PVC catsuit one day, flipping it. Yeah, she she was always wearing she was wearing something really nice at this. She was dressed as a hooker at this bar where Ray Romano was at. Yeah, who's hang on? Who's Ray Romano? Everybody loves Ray. Oh, Raymond. Oh, okay, Raymond. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but the, 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 it's a shame Jagger's not in it because I don't like the Rolling Stones and I can't stand Mick Jagger. But in that first episode, he is hilarious. 
You know, I don't know for sure that he's not in any of the other episodes, okay. but I don't think so. He, it's a brilliant bit. Basically, it, he's like in a spoof, sort of E-channel, uh, MTV Cribs type thing. It's like, going, all right, I'm Mick Jagger. Now, I love hats. Look at this. It's my hat room. Look at this one. It's got gold on it. I'm right in here. It's my swimming pool. It's really good. So I'm told, I don't like being wet, but my dogs do. And then it pans around and there's like 10 dogs in his swimming pool. And he has a little Thai boy who's like his, his sort of like house boy. And he goes, this is my football room. I like playing football. And he kicks the ball and hits the kid in the head and goes, oh, come on, you're not even trying. It's brilliant. Oh, and that's reminded me. We're doing, we're doing, for the rest of the show, everyone that calls in has to do a Mick Jagger impression. Um, Steve? Uh, dancing in the streets. <laughs> you can get away with it. You can get away with it. Oh, well, listen, tell your friend who wrote on it. I, I, I've only seen the first two episodes, but it's now on my Sky Plus. Okay, I'll, I could try to have her call in. Oh, man, if you could, that would be fantastic. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll try and set that I, up for later in the week. I absolutely love it. It's, uh, and it's kind of inspired me. To, I've got an idea in the back of my head for a show, which I'm, it's, it's, it's ripped off one little section from that show that I'm, I'm going to try and come up with. Well, maybe you should pitch it to her. Um, She's got an awesome agent. Oh, man, well, maybe I should. Steve, what, are, you, are you working on anything exciting at the moment? No, just little films just making little advertisements okay. but they, well it's exciting because it's bringing me some good money the good money is always exciting yes <laughs> hey, i heard you on um I, I podcasted tommy boyd's show from about two weeks ago when you were on there oh yeah i was, uh even gave them a glimpse into my recording studio oh my, well, maybe i didn't see that maybe i didn't hear that one i heard the one when you were on your on your deck oh okay yeah yeah that was oh that was like a week ago and then two weeks ago yeah i try to try to vary my um <laughs> That's Steve. And it was you in the chat room I was talking to, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, because there, there are imposters around there. Yeah, and I hope you enjoyed that theremin jam. Oh, I've not seen it yet. Do you remind me what it was? It's, it's Niles Barkley's Crazy. On the theremin. On the theremin. Man, I will, I will, I will check it awesome. out. Cheers, Fat Steve. Good to talk right, to you. Bye. Cheers, fella. Bye. He's in Atlanta, the United States of America. How cool is that? Uh, yeah, Knights of Prosperity. It, it, everyone who calls in now has to do a Mick Jagger impression. Uh, Chris has been practising his. We'll get Chris to do his a little bit later on. Gary! Oh, pressure. Come on, do the Mick Jagger. Oh, I ain't... I can't do my Mick Jagger. No, it was good. It was quite good. Go on. I ain't, I ain't Mick Jagger here. It's not... It's not Mick Jagger at all. I can't get the nasally bit. <laughs> I can't... I can't do Mick oh, Jagger. Oh, it's Mick Jagger. I'm Mick Jagger. No, but if you look at me, I'm in no. the Rolling Stones. That's Just quite keep... good. Kermit the Frog I can do. Go on. Hello, this is Gritty Frog from the Sesame Street News. That's quite good. See, that's good. That's the winner. It's, it's, Can't do. Is Mick Jagger got Keith Richards? I'm in the Rolling Stones. Are we got next song we're gonna do is start me up. Careful. Huh? Going a bit G-man there. Okay. Careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Careful. Anyway, Gary. Yeah, anyway. Yes. Um, I, I look out for that night's the Prosperity Program. It's Sounds very, good. very good. You, you sold it well. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I was so. kind of, kind of surprised by it because I thought yeah. it was rubbish, but it was actually brilliant. Yeah. Um. It's my birthday in ten days' time. Happy birthday! No, it's ten well, days' no, time. No, but I'm giving you some advance warning. Right. I'm going out that night. Right. You and Chris. Yeah. Ain't welcome to come. Well, no, we're not. What, well, are you just going to go out on the lash? Not on the lash, but it's a Thursday. You know, you don't go on the lash on a Thursday. Well, but, but no, but, but, but uh, this is, okay. I'm going out for some, some for a few birthday drinks. And okay, well, okay, right. Well, we can't go out on a Thursday because we do this rubbish. Oh. And also, we, we want to go to people's parties. We don't just want to meet up in town for a I'm drink. I'm a party for 33. 
Yeah, no, exactly. But but we want to go to people who are throwing parties in like village halls and yeah. and, and social clubs and stuff. That's what we want. We don't want dances and stuff. Well, yeah, well, whatever. We don't just want to go right. We're meeting. We're meeting in Covent Garden at eight thirty for a few aperitifs, and then at ten we're moving on. to... We don't want that. We want to go to like a party. Well, if I organise a party, probably not. No, we no, no, no. No, no, no. Well, basically, Gary, we're hoping that hot girls invite us out. Ah. So far, it's just been sad middle-aged men, such as yourself. Right. Well, that's no, no, fair enough. I mean, yeah, if any girls want to ring up and invite me out for my birthday, you can sort that out. Hello? Well, thanks for calling, Gary. That's, that's OK. Just <laughs> thought I'd lay that out there. Yes, in a rather embarrassing fashion, it has to be said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little bit sad. Oh dear. Okay, let's uh, let's go to uh, Roz. Hello, Roz. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? You all right? I'm fine, thank you. How are you doing? You all right? I'm very well. You sound well today. You don't sound so sound like you've got a cold. I, I, I've still got a bit of a cold. I'm still blowing my nose, but I, it's 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 just in my nose now. It's the rest of my body is kind of feeling a bit perky and a bit alive. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah, no, I'm, I, do you know what? I'm in a surprisingly good mood. I've had a really nice, relaxed day today, so it's oh. it's all groovy. So you've been chilling, then? I've been chilling. Oh, and here comes a cup of t- here comes a cup of red bush. Look at that. Don't get no better than that. Thank you, Chris. Anyway, Ros, what can I do for you? Cinemas. Yeah, what have you just picked up there, Chris? My power oh, okay, right, so. Yes. Cinemas. Yes. We, we got caught. My ten-year-old son. We went to see Mr. Woodcock yesterday. Ten people in the cinema. Is that rubbish? That film. It's it's kind of all right, but. Okay. It's 12A, but, like, there's some really rude bits in it. Like, yeah. really rude. Yeah, I thought there might be. Kind of, yeah, a bit dodgy, a bit... Whatever. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. getting into the cinema, he's yeah. got a Twix bar, big Twix bar, and he's really looking forward to it. Yeah. And they took it off him. They wouldn't let us go in. They took a Twix they, off him. Fascists. On, they confiscated the Twix bar. How did, how, where was he hiding it? He had it in his house. No. Excited, isn't he? I mean, that was a wrong move, and I should have put it in my bag. I had, you know, a bag of Swiss Smarties and... Yeah. Like, that's so part. tight, though. What's a, what's a Twix? 30p, 40p? Twix. Oh, but, you know, they sell Twixes, so we're not allowed to bring them in. Uh, but I don't... Not, I, even though I own it. it. In my day, when I was a kid in my day, when I was a kid, you used to be able to, um... Yeah, take stuff in. And they... Well... And what was it... Did you have a bit of an argument, or did you kind of just go... No, 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 no. Yeah, we had an argument. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And then they said about... Because I said to them, you know, I own it, so I'd like to put it in my bag. Yeah. Keep the things that I own. But they said, no, then we'll search you. Oh. And I said, so you search everybody? Yeah, we do, but they, they don't. Did you get the Twix back at the end of the day? Yeah, yeah, they gave us a little ticket. Little, you know, like a raffle ticket type a t- of thing. A Twix raffle ticket. It. Yeah, number 86, and we got the Twix back afterwards. Dis- and was your, was your lad all right with it, or was he disappointed? No, he was... He was upset. But he was, he, he was, his Twix for the movie. But he was, he, he took his mind off it when he saw inappropriate sexual imagery on the screen while he was there yeah. with his mother. He sat there kind of nice quiet and, and like kind of frazzled. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, very quickly, because we have to go to the travel, when I was a kid, I remember, right. I, I remember going to see Octopussy with my mum. Now, James Bond films are filthy. And yeah, Octopussy yeah. was rubbish. But there's a bit where he's doing it with a woman on a boat. And I just remember, just suddenly, I was like, what was I, like, 10 or 11? And I just sort of froze and got all uncomfortable. I thought, just end, just end. He didn't know where to look. He didn't no. know where to look. We were just laughing. But... Roz, I've got to go, but thank you for that. All right, no Cheers. Bye-bye. What lovely lady.
08456060973 is the phone number. It's the travel news now with Karen. In Borehamwood, Elstree Way is closed between Newark Green and Manorway where they're doing overnight works. The A1, because of that, will be a bit busier than usual as it's part of the diversion route. Queues in both directions on Wembley High Road. That's because of works outside the tube station. And in the city, the A10 Threadneedle Street, it's closed in both directions where a crane is working. In Raynham, you still won't be able to get onto Ferry Lane southbound from the A13 after a fire which happened earlier this afternoon and there are temporary lights on the A24 Bannham High Road at Old Devonshire Road for some overnight works. If you're going to be heading out onto the tubes they're all fine but from 10 o'clock the Victoria Line will be completely suspended that's because they're going to do some engineering works. There'll be buses running instead between Walthamstow Central and Finsbury Park and between Victoria and Brixton. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 30 minutes. Nothing short of shameful. This government can find enough money to wage the wars, to buy the bombs, building damn silly places like the Dome that nobody gives a stuff about, and yet young men and women who get maimed and crippled, when they come back, what do we do? They ask us to dig into our pockets to set up a charity. Can you think of anything more perverse? If your radio sounds powerful in the morning, then you're listening to Nick Ferrari at Breakfast. Weekday mornings from 7, LBC 97.3. LBC 97.3 Ian Ian Lee's Good Good Evening Is it Mange? Sorry? How do I pronounce your name? Mange. 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 I'm so sorry. Chris has put Mange up there, which is a disease that dogs get. I do apologise. Mange. Sorry, mate. Go on. Mate, I was just ringing up to let you know about... um, There's a time I went to one of these complex cinemas in a big complex. Yeah. And, um... Me and my mates, we bought the cinema tickets about 20 minutes half an hour to go before the film. Yeah. Well, let's pop over the road. Big, um, one of these big, uh, burger places. Yeah, nice. Am I allowed to mention their name? Well, do you need to? Not really. Then let's not, let's not do it then. It's a pretty overpriced one. Okay. uh, Let's definitely not mention it then. Yeah, basically, uh, we went there, we got our takeaway. Yeah. Walked back into the cinema with our food bags and completely oblivious to the fact that you're not allowed to take your own food and drink into yeah. the cinema. Yeah. And uh, waited in line. Busy night. Uh, I think it was a film. Um, yes. I was talking, going back a couple of years. I think the film was uh, it was quite a new. Um, Ghostbusters. Uh, it was yeah. like the first day it had come out or something. There was a big queue. Yeah. Waited in the line. Got to the front. All of a sudden, security ever. Sorry, sorry, sir. Where are you going with that? Where are you going with that? And they took all our food off us. Well, hang on, but you had burgers. Burgers. Fries. Well, that's good. You can't take cooked food in there. You can't take burgers in there. I'm on, I'm on the yeah, cinema one side. Your, one of your callers said, oh, yeah, he stuffed his pockets with sweets and blah, blah, blah. Well, sweeties are different. I don't want to yeah. smell your stinky burgers. I know, but still, come on. I don't on, want to man. smell you and your girlfriend's went, stinky burgers went, when I'm went, watching a film. I went with the wife to the, uh, to the cinema last week. I don't want to smell your wife's burger when she's watching a film. £29. That's a lot of money, I know. It's a lot of money. £29 for two cinema tickets from Nachos. Do you mean, I, I, when I, I was about to say, do you remember? You weren't near me. When I was a kid... And I yeah. think, um, uh, maybe it was see maybe it was see octopusy again, and there was a there was a weird man right, and he had um, a pl- a plate of raw fish. He was eating raw fish in the cinema. Yeah, but it was the stinkiest, stinkiest thing. I-, I can smell it now. It was the smelliest thing I have ever smelt in my life. Raw fish in the cinema. What a pervert! <laughs> he was a pervert. It's a bit OTT, isn't it? Come on in. But you've got to understand. You can see that that you and your wife and, I, and your smelly burgers. I don't. And want a to point s- taken. When I was out, I was with my mates. with a load of lads. We had, a, you know, we 
we'd gone out for a lads night out. We got to the cinema. And look, we went and bought the burgers and the fries and the drinks and everything. Oh, I can, I can, okay. I can, I can take side a little bit with the cinema. Okay. But come on, mate. At the weekend with the wife, twenty nine pounds. That's what. what you don't watch a movie. No wonder people are renting them. What What film did you watch? It was my God, I've forgotten now. Run, fat boy, run. Oh, was that? Is that any good? Is it rubbish? Well, quite funny, actually. For 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 a British film. To be directed by, is it David Schwimmer? Yeah, the bloke, the, the, the bloke from Friends directed Friends. it. Yeah, oh. and actually he's done a very, very good job. Oh, well, I'll, I'll pass on it your was. best. No, it was. It was very good. Cheers, Manj. All right, mate. Take Cheers, fella. You can't take burgers into a cell. That is obvious. But I do, I do think it's um, a bit tight. You can't take sweeties in. It's Martin. Hello there. <laughs> Hello, Martin. I'm a bit upset with you. You didn't want to, to, for me to phone it anymore, my daughter told me. Whoa, whoa. What What? What was... Your daughter, Jane of course... Girl. Jane girl. yeah, yeah. What, what, yeah. what was she lying about? Sorry, Martin? What, <laughs> was, what was the lie that that well, little no, mink said? I couldn't quite hear what you were saying, because I had to turn the radio off, but yeah. he said that you said, don't let him phone in again. Oh, God. What? Can you... Will you... Is she still staying at you? Has she gone back to college? No, she... I dropped her off at uni that night. Good, good, good. Because she is a lying little two-faced little monkey. Oh, right, but she... I was saying... Off. Saying you're one of my best callers, it's great having you on. Yeah, but she also said you offered to do a voiceover for her. Did offer to do that. Me and Chris will go and do a voiceover for her one day. Oh, that's very nice. A of you. freebie. Oh, I might, I might give you some of my old games then. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on a second. What, what, what games? What, what, what? I think what? I've got a box of old Amiga Commodore games in the attic. Oh, I haven't got an Amiga, but but I'll have them. Yeah, well, yeah, I thought you might. Yeah, you might. I've got the, the, the museum start. All, all, all I need for the museum to get started now is some shelves. Now, I don't know how to fit shelves. I want nice shelves. I don't know how to fit them. Who? Well, you know what you want to do? You want to get the easy shelves to fit. Yeah. These are shelves no. that you bolt what's called a um, hideaway bracket. Yeah. Which is basically a right. metal bar. Yes. Which you bolt to the wall. Yes. And out of that metal bar comes two metal sticks. Right. And then the shelf slides over these sticks so you don't see what's holding the shelf up. No, no, I don't want to do that. What I want to do is I want someone to come and do that for me. Oh, I'd I can't... like to do it for you, but you don't live anywhere near me. Well, I don't, I don't want you to do it. I want a professional handyman. I am a professional. Well, I was a professional uh, handyman. Oh. But Could... I retired from that job and I do something much more lugubrious now. I what do you do that's more lugubrious? I can't tell you. Are you a spy? No. Okay. Are you a pimp? No. Okay. But so I but how do I go about because I want I, I do want to get this on. All I need is the shelves, and I can turn this, this spare room into the, the games museum. Well, well, there's a company that offers little handyman jobs. Goes out and you know he does it. Or you, you should you should just see it. It's, try and find yourself a little handyman down your road. Yeah, I should because there is that 0800 handyman or whatever they're called. Yeah, but they're bloody expensive. Yeah. I mean, or I, get yourself a Polak. I could get myself a Polak, couldn't I? Yeah. Well, if I anyone know knows, if anyone knows where I can well, get, I know loads of them. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. Oh. Okay. Well, you know. Yeah, I know loads of Polacks. Okay, but can they put shelves up? Because not all Polacks are good at, at building. Yeah, no, the, 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 I've, got, I've got a couple who are very good who I use from time to time. Okay. We'll send I mean, them when round. I can't be bothered to do a certain type of job, I get them to do it. We'll send them round. Anyway, Martin, why have you called in? Well, well you were talking about food and cinemas. And me yes. and my daughter, well, when one of the certain um, burger-style restaurants was doing buy one meal, get one free. Oh, yeah. You can't resist buying a meal, can you? Not, not to get one free, of course not. Yeah, and then of course we're going to the cinemas. So now the question is, how do you get your cokes and your burgers and your chips in there? Yeah. Lucky enough, it was winter, so we're wearing our ski jackets anyway. Yeah. You just tuck them in all the big pockets. Buy your tickets, go in, sit down, 
and have a nice meal while watching a film. You did, but you can't take... I'm on the side of, of you and Odeon on this one. You can't take burgers into the cinema. I'd rather smell a burger than popcorn. Popcorn really puts me off sitting in the cinema. Is it popcorn? Uh, uh, yeah, I quite like the smell of popcorn, because I think they put a chemical... No, in. you don't eat it. I don't, I, I don't... I can't taste it. I don't like it. It's horrible. It's just like cardboard. Yeah, but if you're not eating popcorn, it, it's one of the worst smells in the world. Especially if someone just dumped in the microwave and cooked some. I'd, all I had, all I, and my mouth is watering even at the, before I've even said it, was a, a big bag of pick-and-mix that was £7.50. And it weren't that big, actually. And all it was was cola bottles and um, and some uh, sweetness. Some What's your dentist tell you about your teeth eating all those sweets? He, he says don't do it. He <laughs> says don't. Oh, we've got... Mar- Martin, you've got to do your Mick Jagger impression. Mick Jagger? I actually, I was in a film with his brother, Chris. I'll do an impression of Chris Jagger. Go on, then. Ah! He got killed in that film. What film was that? Life Force. I was a walking dead zombie. <laughs> Martin, on that note, we have to say goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Everyone that calls in, I've forgotten, has to do a Mick Jagger impression. Chris, we'll get your Mick Jagger impression after this. Where does your front door lead? It could lead to this. Or even this. Good evening, sir, madam, your usual table on the terrace. You see, using the value of your home to finance your investments is just one of the strategies that's helped thousands of Inside Tracks customers build substantial property portfolios and create more than 200 property millionaires. To find out how, just call 0870 124 4613 to go to a free introductory workshop from Inside Track. It's the start of a program to help you get the best out of property, whether that's buy to let, buying a second home, or even a third. How to find them, how to finance them, buying off plan, how to negotiate discounts. Over 100,000 people have already attended free workshops from the UK's leading property education specialists. Join them and see how doors open for you. Book now. Call 0870-124-4613 or go to insidetrack.co.uk. Ian Good evening. So, to celebrate the magic of Nights of Prosperity, I wish we had this as a... I wish I had something to give away, because this is genuinely, for us, a quite a well-thought-out competition, but it's not a competition. Uh, Nights of Prosperity is a sitcom starring Mick Jagger, of all people, and it's brilliant. Uh, everyone that calls in has to do a Mick Jagger impression. Now, Chris, earlier on I asked you to do one, and you said you had to do some research, did you? And you went and lo- looked at him on the YouTube. Uh, yeah, I actually found a quote. Okay, well, are you going to do it for us? Yeah. Have you written it down? Yeah. Oh, you idiot. All right, go on then. It's all right letting yourself go as long as you can get yourself back. Uh, it's all right letting yourself go as long as you get yourself back. That's how you do it. That's Mick Jagger. Yeah, that's what I said. You sound more like Zippy. <laughs> do it. Do it. Seriously, is that it? Do it, do it better than that. I insist you do it better. That is awful. Do you know who Mick Jagger is? Have you ever heard of him before? J-A-G-G-E-R, isn't it? Yes. That's the man, yes. It, it's all right letting yourself go. Now you sound like a pervert. <laughs> do someone else. Paul, do a Mick Jagger. Oh, I keep... Get over here, are you Keith? What's my name? Oh, I can't remember. See, that's how you do a Mick Jagger. That sounds like Zippy. No, he sounds like Mick. Well, it's Mick Jagger. That is, he's yeah. doing a good Jagger. You just sound like an idiot. Uh, I think he's confused between Zippy and Jagger. Yeah, exactly. He's Zippy's the one like, oh, bungo. Oh, I'm Jeffrey, bungo. Oh, no, 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 don't zip my mouth up. 
<laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, that Paul. was much better. That anyway, was... Paul, what can I do for thee on this? It's been a it's been a good show tonight. First good show we've done this year. Chin it's been chin. lovely. Yeah, chin chin. Um, I'm going to tell you in just a minute. Okay. A story. It's a true story about how I got chased by some Scots Scotch at the Edinburgh Festival who were very angry yeah. and were in a killing mood. Oh crikey! While I was wearing a yellow leotard and carrying a coffin. Oh. And they did want to kill me. Yeah. But um, and a few other people I was with. Yeah. But before I do, don't yeah. go and see Rum for that boy, Rum. Is it rubbish? It'll upset you so much. Why? Because it sort of tried to do a Richard Curtis. There's a woman oh. who runs a cake shop, so she lives on a six hundred six million pound house on Hampstead Heath. Yeah. And isn't it quaint? And the house doesn't even exist on Hampstead Heath. Right. Um, and you know the story by the end of scene one and what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's very dull. There's one or two. Yeah, I've heard it's not. I've heard it's not that good, and nothing happens. Paul, stay there. We'll get the rest of your story uh, after the latest LBC. So, if you want to give us a call, um, cinemas. If you've ever been to the cinema on your own, I'm keen to know that. Ever thrown stuff uh, at someone on stage? And Chris's topic that no one has picked up the phones about: uh, advertising people's birthday by making banners and putting them on roundabouts. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. On 97.3 DAB And online London's biggest conversation LBC At nine, court hears Menezes' last moments. Farmers hit by foot and mouth to get millions of pounds of aid. And the trainer almost killed by the killer whale she works with. It's nine o'clock. I'm Katie Brethwick. New pictures have been released showing the last few minutes of John Charles de Menezes' life. The Brazilian was shot dead at a London tube station, mistaken for a suicide bomber. The footage was released by the Crown Prosecution Service after a police officer told a court about the moment he was killed at Stockwell tube station two years ago. Sky's Mark White was at the Old Bailey and says it was compelling stuff. John Charles passes through the ticket barriers, two surveillance officer, officers very close behind as he then heads down onto the escalator, uh, not knowing of course that just a few seconds later he would be gunned down seven times shot in the head. Farmers affected by the current restrictions on livestock movement after the outbreak of foot and mouth disease are to be given a multi-million pound support package. Environment Secretary Hilary Benn has announced £12.5 million is being made available for farmers in England to help ease the financial difficulties they face. The National Farmers Union estimates foot and mouth disease is costing farmers around £250 million in lost exports and lower meat prices. The jury in the Diana inquest has visited the scene of her fatal car crash in Paris. The 11-member panel were taken through the tunnel and shown the pillar that was hit by the Mercedes carrying the princess and Dodie fired. They're returning to the Pont de l'Alma tunnel tonight to see it in the dark. A killer whale at a marine park hit its trainer and repeatedly dragged her underwater until it finally freed the woman with a badly bruised chest and a broken arm. The trainer, 29-year-old German national Claudia Volhart, remained in hospital tonight after her weekend scare at Laura Parker at Zoo on Tenerife. Volhart was working with a one-and-a-half-ton orca, rehearsing a trick when something went wrong. 
Sports and QPR at home to Norwich tonight. It's a relegation battle currently at Loftus Road. The scoreline is nil-nil. Showbiz and celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay is creating a stew in the Big Apple. He's gained two Michelin stars for his first US restaurant, Gordon Ramsay, at the London. According to the Michelin Guide, the Hell's Kitchen stars won praise for consistency in cuisine and service. Ramsay's midtown Manhattan restaurant starred on his flagship restaurant, Gordon Ramsay, the only London restaurant to win three stars. Travel-wise, in one hour from now, the Victoria Line will be completely suspended for engineering works, but there will be some replacement buses running. And don't forget, if you're away from your radio and want to stay in touch for the latest news, weather and travel, you can call 0901 723 Calls cost 35 pence a minute from a BT landline. London's weather, cloudy and misty tonight, lows down to 13 Celsius. Heavy rain on the way first thing tomorrow, but clearing later to leave us some sunshine. Highs up to 17 Celsius. This is LBC. LBC 97.3 Ian Lee's Good Good Evening LBC 97.3 It's the Tuesday topical text vote. Influence the news by texting a radio station. Funny, I forgot about that, but we should start doing that again. Yes or no? That's all you have to say. You can do that, can't but don't, you? But don't text, by don't text. the way. Don't, don't text. We're not, we're not actually doing... Oh, God. It's the Blue Peter Cat and GMTV all over again, ladies and gentlemen. Don't text. I was just playing that don't text. Please don't. Right. Hey, Paul, did you... You know, it's um, the jury in the Lady Di death trial have gone to Paris. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they've got a nice little jolly... Do you know what happened when they were there? Um... This is, probably... This is, this is so cool. Nothing. This is so cool. No, something did... This is so cool. The coach that they were in... It crashed! It crashed! It crashed! Come on! How cool is that? It crashed! Brilliant! And so they can go away and go, well... It's a topic, Ian. Well, there we go. It is a topic. It's a news topic. Are you listening, Globotech? It's a news topic. The bus... I don't... Well, there's no... Hang on, it's not a topic. There's no question. Um... Ah. Do you find it ironic? Well, you can't can't just have a yes-no question as a topic. Yeah, but... Mm. Gets them off the radio much quicker. It does. Right. To a decent I, I, topic. I did. I did laugh at that. I did laugh at yeah. that. It's it's nice to find something amusing in it all. Yeah, yeah. Especially right. a story that's so old. Yeah, oh, boring rubbish story that no one cares about has suddenly been given a new lease of life by more inadequate driving by the French. Well done, uh, France. Well done. Yes, well yes, done. Sir. Anyway, Paul, let's get to now, the main this, stuff. Yes. this, Ian, is better than Diana. Oh, wow, OK. Oh, that's just lovely. a little quickie. Yes. Um, when I was seven, yeah. I went to the cinema with my mate, and we were very naughty, us two. We used to go on our own. We bought loads of spare ribs. Yes. Um, like, we used to have eating competitions. Um, um, we had sort of several portions each. Right. And um, when we walked out, we just turned around and looked, and in the aisle was just this pile of bones that we'd left. Yes. It was very weird. Now, that's better than Diane. I wasn't listening to you. I was actually reading ah. an email. 
was a good one. It was about um, Nights of Prosperity from Nick, uh, the TV show I'm talking about with Mick Jagger, and then also a thing called Big Day, which I missed, and The Winner, which I caught the end of, and I do like Rob Cordry, who's in that, but I, I, I didn't think it looked that good. Rob but Cordry or Cordry? Cordry. The Sarah Silverman show is starting on Paramount now. She's not that funny, but boy, she's beautiful. Oh, that's enough. That does it for me. Yep, 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 yep. You can even turn the volume down. Get to your point! Sorry! Ian, what happened like, years ago when I was an actor in the, in the early 90s, it was about 1990. Yes. Um, I ended up... So that's of, very early 90s. It was the very early 90s. Yeah. Um, I ended up sort of being... Uh, you, you know what actors are like. They think, like, yeah, I'll go and do that. Great. Uh, they're, they're idiots and gullible. Yeah. Like yeah. I was. Yeah. So I ended up going on uh, to Edinburgh, and they said, like, we'll pay your expenses. And then it turned out we had to. Yeah, of course. And it turned out... Profit share. We didn't have anywhere to stay. And share, yeah. Oh, it turned out that the, the, the venue was, in fact, a bit of rostra outside Waverley Shopping Centre oh. with a Scotsman urinating against oh, it. Oh, no. So it was just awful. And we ended up doing this show where we were each a speck of dust from a cremated body. Oh, sweet God. Yeah, and I, I was playing the libido. Oh, dig. And, yeah. um, we, they, anyway, there was this thing where on the last night they said, like, oh, we can get on Sky TV, and I was ashamed to be in this. It was awful. Yeah. And I was being really camp and French and yeah. wearing a yellow leotard. From head to foot, yeah, you know, yes, and yes, being sort of like, oh, I just want to make a love all night, and just silly and camp. Yes, and a bit racist. We, well, we went, we went to this place, yes. and you know, I was saying, you know, can you go and check it out? And they're saying, yeah, this is really great, and they all got overexcited, and we went down there. And in the show, we had a coffin. Yes. Yeah, so we went down there, and it's this enormous um, sort of, I don't know bit of some university or something enormous hall yeah. massive that smelt of wee and beer okay yeah and every scotch in there yes. just wanted to slit a performer's throat of course I think of they course. went out performer bashing that's what they do in edinburgh during the festival they hate the festival the scotch well it was unbelievable there was some really hot hardcore yes. edgy comedians on yes and they were just sort of like, I'm going to flat your throat. It wasn't the bear pit, was it? What used to be known as the bear pit in the university. It must have been, but they didn't call it that to us. They probably okay. said, like, this is some other pit that yeah, yeah. we all got sort of yeah. excited about and went to. And anyway, we lasted ten minutes before they brought the curtain down. Yes. And I was camping about, and we had to run, literally, carrying a coffin yes. in our head-to-foot leotards, Yes. Throw it in the minibus, yes. chased by very, very angry, drunken Scotchmen who wanted to cut us up and eat us. And we ran, and we, we managed to get the minibus started and take off, being pursued by these very angry, very irate, upset people. Did I get that music in just for the end of the story? You did. Oh, nuts. The end. Oh, nuts. That would have been proper good. Paul, thank you for that. My pleasure. Good lad. Right. I don't quite know what, 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 was, what was the point of that story. Did that... Let me just, let me just tell you. Did that time with Knights of Prosperity? No. Showing off delivery men? No. Cinema? No. Throwing stuff at the stage? No. Birthday banners on roundabouts? No. No one's called in about that, mate. No one. Bob is in Paddington. All right, Ian. How you doing? I'm good, thank you, Bob. All right. You want... You want uh, what's this Keith, uh, Mick, Mick Jagger thing? Oh, that's a good one. Hang on. I ain't started yet. That's brilliant. Wait, wait, wait. Steady. Steady. All right. 
Yeah, you want to know something funny, Ian? Yeah, right? We was on tour in South America, yeah? And like, we was playing Scrabble, I was playing Scrabble with Keith Richards, yeah? And like, he spelled table with two Bs. What now? Yeah, no, it's, you've misunderstood. It's Mick Jagger, not Michael Caine. Hang on, hang on, I'll wait a minute, wait a minute. That's a good one. Calling out the class number, are you ready for a brand new beat? No, that's the other guy, isn't it? Yeah, that's Bowie. Right, okay, let me think. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, you know what I mean? Like, 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 if you remember, like, the 1960s, yeah, you weren't there. Bob, I'm going to have to cut you off. Why? Because it was rubbish. <laughs> mm. Yes, Harry. Hi. Hey, Harry, how's it going? Fine, thanks. Um, I'm calling in because I'm going to school every day, yeah, and that's good. I-, I ask my friends so if they've seen any new films, because I see loads. Yes. They're like, no, so there's nothing to talk about. What? I'm wondering, have you seen any new films in the cinema lately? I've seen The Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller. Oh, I want to see that, but it's 15. Ah, it's, it's, how old are you? Um, 10. Oh, okay. Well, it's, 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 I'm 11 in two months. Well, it's still 10, though, isn't it? 10 you and... have to wait till it comes out. Yeah. Um, what, uh, um, uh, that's all I've seen for, for ages. Well, for, I've seen recently, I've seen um, Spider-Man 3. That's rubbish. Or Transformers. Oh, is that any good? Um, Fat Boy Run. Uh, and uh, oh. Rush Hour 3. Uh, Rush Hour 3? Yeah. Is that any good? Yeah. I, I, I do like the first two Rush Hour films. This one's the best one. Oh, is it? Yeah. I was going to go and see it at the pictures, then I didn't for some reason. Harry, can you do a Mick Jagger impression for me? Talking about my generation. No, <laughs> right. Even, right, okay. Now, Harry, you got the wrong song, you got the wrong band. It doesn't matter. Even that is better than Agent Chris's Mick Jagger impression. <laughs> what? My, is, he was singing a song by The Who, which don't, don't matter. Good band. But even though he got the wrong singer in the wrong band, it was better, Chris, than anything you could do. And this young lad is like 17 years your, your junior. Shame on you, Chris. Well done you, Harry. Harry, thank you for that. Yeah, bye. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Much, much better than you. Much better. And I bet he's wearing a hoodie. But he's probably packing a knife, that young fella. And he was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Roy! Ian. Hello, Roy. You know what? You know, it's the first time I've ever rang you. Yes. It's a great pleasure, you know? It's a, pl- it's, it's, it, um, it's a pleasure for me, too. Roy, I've got something to tell you. That's before really... I, uh, Roy, I'm sorry, before we go any further, I do have to ask you, the entrance fee this evening is one Mick Jagger, please. Right, I'll do my best. I ain't got no satisfaction. <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying this. Yes, yeah, all right, Roy. That you, you're you're in. You've got through the door. What can I do for you? Well, you know, I went to the cinema last week. Yes, and I nearly had the f- I had the most frightening experience. No, I mean this. Yes, it was the most frightening experience because I got my ticket. I was going to see Jodie Foster. You see? Oh, is she, do you know her? Well, no, I was going to see the film. Oh, she's, she's in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she's got a gun on the poster. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. yeah, and I looked up and I thought. I'm going to see the remake of Halloween. Oh, yeah. See? So I went into the cinema, yes. I got my ticket, went into the cinema, looked round, nobody was there. It was empty. Uh-oh. So I sat down and I thought, well, the trailer's run. I thought, well, a few people are coming in a minute. Film started, still empty. Well, I sat through that film, and it's the most gory, bloodthirsty film I think I've seen for years. And I kept looking over my shoulder, because I went, you know, I thought I was hearing a noise behind me. And I really, I sat there, and it was absolutely terrifying, and yet I couldn't move. I had to wait till the end. And I came out, and I thought I needed to go, you know, reviving somewhere or another, because it was in a terrible state. So, Roy, you sat in a cinema, 
all on your own. Yeah. Watching a scary, scary movie. Yeah, I did. And you got scared. Good, did I? What a baby. What's a baby? It's just a film, <laughs> you big baby. It's just a film. No one's going to murder you. No, is it any good? Because I'm a big fan of the original Halloween. Well, that's the trouble. You see, this this goes back to Michael at the age of ten. You see. Oh, you so it's like a prequel. In his family. Oh, okay. So that's the reason he got put in a mental home. Yeah. Or something. Oh. And you see all that, and you oh. see even more. And I mean, it, I, oh. I think the original was much better. The original. Do you know? I've got the original Sky Plus actually. Yeah. And I think on on Halloween night, I'm going to uh, make my girlfriend watch it because we like watching scary films together. Fabulous. Film. Yeah, well, it is. It is. Good. I remember watching it when I was like, I don't know, twelve or something, and just being terrified by it. Mm. I don't know if I'd st- still be scared by it though. Mm, but this one is 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 really it's a it's a Rob Zombie film, mm. and it is quite terrifying. And of course, yeah, wasn't that black and white the original one? Don't be so stupid. It You're, was in colour, was it? Yeah, of course it was in colour. You're thinking of um, Bride of Frankenstein. Oh no, <laughs> so it was in colour. It was about 1978, and it went a little bit like this. Yeah. yeah. Roy, thank you for that. Okay, Ian. Cheers, fella. There we go. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Uh more of your calls after this. Driving news now, Karen Mers. Ah! The tubes are fine, absolutely fine at the moment, but they won't be after 10 o'clock. The whole of the Victoria line will be suspended and there'll be buses running instead between Walthamstow Central and Finsbury Park and also between Victoria and Brixton. If you want to use the uh, rest of the line through the centre of town, you have to use an alternative tube line instead. There'll be no buses running as an alternative for you there. In Borehamwood, Elstree Way is closed between Newark Green and Manorway for some overnight works. Queues in both directions on Wembley High Road because of some work still continuing outside the tube station. In the city, the A10 Threadneedle Street is closed in both directions where a crane is working and there are temporary traffic lights on the A24 Ballam High Road at Old Devonshire Road where they're doing some overnight works. In Raynham, you still can't get onto the ferry lane southbound from the A13. That's after a fire which happened earlier on this afternoon. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 30 minutes. Wake up with Steve Allen. I've discovered there's no point in having an expensive alarm clock. You don't want Big Ben chiming away in your bedroom. Oh, the one I bought in the pound shop, which eventually gave up the ghost after goodness knows how many years, started off going beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. And of course you lie there and all you can hear is this little tinny thing going through your mind. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. And so I bought this other one, which does exactly the same. Beep, 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 beep. It's got a slightly lower tone, as you can imagine. And normally, the moment I turn the alarm off, I turn the light on, because I've got a remote control light. You know, you sort of go like that, and the lights come on. Which seems a bit pointless, because sometimes you haven't got the energy to do that first thing in the morning, let alone actually get out of bed. Set your alarm, whatever noise it makes, and wake up with Steve Allen, Monday to Thursday from 5, and for weekend breakfast from 8, LBC 97.3. Time is like money. Any that you have spare is very precious. So why don't you invest some of your time in something really worthwhile? GlaxoSmithKline are looking for volunteers to take part in medical trials at Clinical Imaging Centre London. In return, you'll be compensated for your time and inconvenience. So if you're healthy and aged between 18 and 60, then call us today on 0800 707 6068. That's 0800 707 6068. And find out how you can invest in the future. Help us help people to do more, feel better, live longer. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Uh, 08456060973 is the telephone number. Now, we've got a, a long list of stuff we're talking about. I'll, I'll do a recap after half past nine. 
Uh, you'll probably get some of it from the next few calls. But you can also call in, and I, I can't stress this enough, and no one does, really. You can call in with, you know, anything you want to talk about. You don't, Chris, you don't turn people away, do you? Because sometimes I find out months later, you've done stuff against my strict wishes. You don't turn people away who call up with their own thing, do you? No, I welcome everyone. This is what I've heard. Uh, so there we go. Chris is open to persuasion. 0845 6060 is the telephone number. Uh, I'm here till 10 o'clock, and then it's Clive Ball. Uh, let's go to Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hello, Mark, boss. What can I do for you? You, you need uh, an impression of Mick Jagger, right? Oh, that's too right, I do, yeah. Hey, Keith, I think somebody's done something a bit dodgy to these marshmallows. That was Mick Jagger. And that was Mark in the Fulham. Chris, do your impression again, because you've been practising now and it's a little bit better. It's all right letting yourself go, as long as you can get yourself back. My brain hurts! You sound like one of the Monty Python things. You can't do a voice like that. That's terrible. So it's better than the one you were doing earlier, when you sounded like you were a deaf person. What? Oh, it's Mick Jagger here from the Rolling Stones, and I played a big concert in the 1970s. No, this is Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones. Oh, this is, I'm Mick Jagger. Oh, I'm Mick Jagger. Oh, I thought you don't sound like me. I'm no, Mick Jagger. He sounds like me. <laughs> you sound like a pervert from Cornwall. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Vicky? Hello. You know the entrance fee, I'm afraid. Huh? The entrance fee this evening, everyone has to pay uh, with a Mick Jagger impression. Oh, well, I have to... Okay. My name is Mick Jagger. That's not bad. I know. That's pretty good. Yeah. They're well done, you. Oh, you know. Oh, my name is Mick Jagger from the oh, Rolling Stones. Oh, please, Richard. Oh, Jimmy, don't move me. Betty. Anyway. Yeah. Let's all calm down before we start having fun. Yeah. What do you want? Well, you can stop uh, doing the Mick Jagger now. <laughs> Can't I just do Mick Jagger all the way through the call? No. Oh, go on. No, because his voice creeps me out a little bit. It is a little bit, you know. How can yeah. how can a man he he keeps that voice up for his whole life for the last, past seventy two years? He's been speaking like that. It sounds like he's constantly holding his breath. I think he has to. Yeah. Because um, uh, Keith Richards is famous for dropping one, and he doesn't want to smell it. <laughs> don't do right. mucky. Don't do mucky. Don't we don't do mucky Ew. now. We don't do mucky now. Okay. Right. Yes. Listen. Yes. Right. Yes. These um, signs on um, roundabouts for people's birthdays. Um, oh, oh, hang on a second. Yes. <laughs> this is Chris's topic we put out over an hour ago. I wondered why he was so excited. No one. Are you, are you sure he didn't phone you up himself and say, <laughs> We're, I'm, I'm so moved. desperate? So you, you, I don't think you guys have got my number. Oh, I've, I've, I've always really? got your number. You've always got my number. I've always got your number. Uh, so, we've, so, so you have phoned up spontaneously to talk about Chris's topic, which I thought I genuinely thought was a good topic. It made me laugh out loud when he told it to me. He about, was well chuffed when I called. I bet he was. About yeah. people putting signs on roundabouts to cele- and banners to yeah. celebrate people's birthdays. Yeah, well, there was somebody called Chelsea in New Addington's birthday about six weeks ago. Oh, OK. Yeah, because I saw the banner. Now, if somebody did that to me, yes. 
I turned them down. Yes, mm. I wouldn't like that. No, 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 me neither. I mean, I, I now live in a much classier area of Croydon. Oh, the, uh, well, there's a classier area in Croydon? Well, I live near Addington Village, which is very, very posh. Oh, OK. Mm, I live about a five-minute walk from Addington Village. OK, that's, well, that's about I mean, three miles. I mean, the petrol station yes. um, is actually M- an M&S. Oh, oh I, li- no, I like these petrol stations that are M&S. You can get fags and food. At fags one and food. Oh, isn't that a great name for a shop? Fags and food. <laughs> what a brilliant name for a little shop. Fags and food. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go and open a shop right now. You should do. Food. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm going to do. Was there anything... Have you done it? Well, no, I just... It was oh. just an observation yes. that these, um, these little sign things that go up for people's birthdays yes. are generally in lower-class areas. Yes, it's, it's the poor. Yeah, it is the, the poor. The poor think it's amusing to put put banners on roundabouts. Yeah, with a picture or a picture of the person in the paper. I've been I've been really tempted because you quite often you see on roundabouts mm. uh, signs saying "Want to advertise here?" Then call Keith on da la la da la la, and I think how much does it cost to advertise on a roundabout? I've got I've got stuff I'd like to sell around about. Oh, I can think of a load. Oh, I, I've certainly got one or two things that could go up on a roundabout. Maybe that's another topic. Yeah. Things you want to advertise on a roundabout. Things you, well, let's just say, we haven't got many calls for the last 30 minutes of the show, so let's put it out as a topic and see I what happens. Things you want to advertise or say on roundabouts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be popular. Well, we'll see, Vicky. The phones haven't been... Uh, give, hang on, give me a second. <laughs> second. Hang on. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Not a call! Oh, for God's sake. Never mind. Thank you, Vicky. See ya. Bye-bye. Keith is in Park Royal. Keith? Hello, how do, how, how are you? Uh, h- hello. How are you, sir? I'm, yes, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> what, what's your accent? You say hello again. Well, hi, Ian. How are you doing? No, you, well, said, you said hello. I did say hello, yes. No, you yes. didn't. You said hello. Was it a hello? It was a hello. It was a, perhaps it was. My, my diction is not as good as it should have been. I no, it don't. You, you, you have a wonderful, marvellous, rich, uh, fantastic voice. Well, that's very kind of you, and I do do a bit of singing, I must say. Go on, give, give, well, you've got to give us a bit of Mick Jagger, please. Well, hang on a second, let's talk about that for a second. Well, the I Mick mean... Jagger's the, in- the entrance fee to the... the oh, no, I understand that. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not disputing the fact of the entrance fee, it's just that I'm not a very good Mick Jagger impressionist, but mind you, I can do his dance. I mean, if you can imagine him saying brown sugar with his left hand in the air and his right hand on his belt and his knees going up and down, now yes. I can do that pretty good, but you can't see it. No, I can't see it. So, I, therefore, Keith, don't you're not you're not going to get away with it with, with trying to do visualizations. Do a sugar, mi- what can I say from that? Brown sugar was the song, wasn't it? Do a Mick Jagger impression. Sorry, you're breaking up a bit. Right, well, I'm cutting you off. Uh, still breaking up. A there bit. we go. He's gone. He's, he's not going to. I'm not being funny. If you're not prepared to pay the entrance fee, then you're not coming into the private party this evening. And yes, I know. I, I've said this before. Rolling Stones, one of the most overrated bands of all time. Just absolute guff. Apart from um, Angie's a nice song. Um, You can't always get what you want, brackets, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need, close brackets. Um, And... um, um, Yep, that's it. Those are the only good Rolling Stones songs. We don't have that discussion again, but everyone who calls in... Uh, has to do an impression of Mick Jagger. Jim, have you got your entrance fee ready? I have indeed. Let's Jim, have it. It's Jim from Norfolk um, doing Mick Jagger in the style of Britney Spears. Good lad. Baby, baby, how was I supposed 
you know that something wasn't right. Keith, stop it. Stop it, Keith. You sound like a guy who lives near the recycling bins near me. <laughs> After he's had a few bottles of scotch. Jim, was there anything else? <laughs> no, that was it. Thank <laughs> you. Good night, thank you. He called in. He called in just to do that. Well done. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Uh really? Simon? Hello. Hello, Simon. I can't get no and I'm doing the lips and I did say to Chris that I wouldn't be able to do it, but I I've, I've done it. You prove Simon, you proved them all wrong. Well, yes, I I'll prove something to myself perhaps. And now you're doing your Ken Livingston. Uh, yes. Good lad. Well, thank you, Simon, for doing that. What can we do for you? Well, um, it, you, you were speaking earlier about people who'd gone to the cinema on their own. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Uh, absolutely. But, but uh, absolutely, but with no one else in the cinema at Nobody all. Nobody else at all. Yeah. Uh, 1987, Isha, Odeon. Yes. Evil Dead 2. Ooh. Completely on my own. Fantastic. And uh, I have to be honest, I was a bit nervous at first. Yeah. As I am now. But um, um, it was a, a good experience. It's great because it, it's like, well, it's like having a cinema all to yourself because you've got a cinema all to yourself. Absolutely. And it's the, I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed now that everyone else so far has seen horror films on their own. I saw the flipping Brady Bunch movie. Well, I, I was going to say yes. that, um, yes, uh, did, did, you, uh, did you enjoy seeing that on your I, own? I did enjoy the Brady Bunch film, mm. to be honest. And also, I went because I was, uh, this is when I was really into the monkeys a lot and Davy right. Jones pops up in there and uh, sure. uh, it kind of, it, that kind of did it for me. But, um... If if only I could be if I could be guaranteed that I would be in the cinema on my own, I would go more often. Yes, I mean I I have to say it was a great um, experience. Yeah. And and, it, and and if I could go to the cinema and have the place to myself, it would be great. Simon, listen, man, thank you very much for that. Thanks, you, Mick Jagger. Thank you. Take Cheers, care. boss. There we go. Good lad. All right. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three is the telephone number. Let's uh... well, let's let's be honest, shall we? Pick quiet on the phone. By that I mean, we ain't got nothing. Now I'm here for another 32 minutes and I have nobody to speak to on the phone. And I'm bored of speaking to Chris. What? I, I'm bored, I'll do, I'll, I can fill these last two minutes on my own without you, Chris. How could you make Janet? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that again. I could do Mick Jagger. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard you do. Right, so let's have, let's we'll have a little recap now of what we're doing. Uh, and then maybe we'll put something new into the mix after half past. So you can give us a call. 0845 uh, As you know, it, the entrance fee tonight is one Mick Jagger. Now, that could be uh, uh, scaring people away from the calls, but I'm going to stick to it. Even if we get no more calls for the rest of the show, I'm going to insist that if you do want to come on the air... You have to do a Mick Jagger impression. Now, you've heard from everybody else so far. They've been absolute cack. Some people have only done a few lines. That's all you need to do. So we're doing that. We're asking, have you ever been to the cinema on your own? Entirely on your own? Where the place has been empty? What did you see? Uh, ever thrown stuff at the stage? I was hoping we'd get more calls than that, I'll be honest. Uh, ever seen a band? or, a sh or if you, you, It's common to throw things at bands. But uh, at a play... Ever thrown anything at a play or at a cinema screen? Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. We talked earlier on about uh, delivery men. Who, the, the, the blokes I'd say, good lads, they did it, but they were a tiny little sofa bed, and they looked at the stairs and went, "Yes, uh, I don't think we're going to get it up. We'll have a go, but I don't think we're going. It fitted up easily. 
They didn't have to do any twisting, nothing. They got it up there easily. And then when I said I had a, a double mattress that couldn't get through once, the fat guy said, there ain't a double mattress in the world I couldn't get up them stairs. Oh, dearie me. Um, and, well, I think that's... Oh, and we have mentioned other stuff, but I kind of forgotten what it was. 0845 6060973. Don't forget, if you want to get on the air tonight, during my show, it's one Mick Jagger impression from everyone. That's all I... It's not much to ask, is it? On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC It's 9.30. I'm Katie Brethwick. A police officer has described the moment that innocent John Charles de Menezes was wrongly shot as a suicide bomber at Stockwell Tube Station. The surveillance officer, codenamed Ivor, told the old Bailey that it had been a distressing and shocking incident for passengers who fled the tube carriage in July 2005. 18 people have been arrested following a protest at a power station in Kent. Around 26 Greenpeace members staged a protest at the King's North Power Station in Medway earlier today. They're calling on Gordon Brown to reject plans for Britain's first new coal-fired generator in more than 20 years. Power company E.ON wants the plant to supply electricity to 1.5 million homes. The jury in the Diana inquest has visited the scene of her fatal car crash in Paris. The 11-member jury are returning to the Pont de Lama tunnel tonight. And good news for QPR fans as their team hosts Norwich in a relegation battle. The home team have gone 1-0 up thanks to a penalty from Martin Rowlands in the 67th minute. London's weather, cloudy and misty tonight. Lows down to 13 Celsius. Tomorrow, heavy rain to start off with, drier later. This is LBC. It's 9.31. I'm Gabby Logan, TV presenter and mother of two. But I almost wasn't. I'll always remember the day my twins were born. I had a natural birth, but then I developed complications. I lost a lot of blood and spent the next three hours in the operating theatre. I never thought I'd end up needing blood. I mean, I was having babies. I hadn't been involved in an accident. But if it hadn't been for four amazing people who'd given blood, I wouldn't have survived. And Reuben and Lois wouldn't have their mum. Your local blood bank is short of regular donors. So please visit blood.co.uk to find your nearest donor session and do something amazing. Give blood. Wayne Rooney or George Clooney? Robin Van Persie or Robert De Niro? Johnny Wilkinson or Johnny Depp? Now on Sky TV, you've got a choice. For £35 a month, you could get Sky TV with a choice of Sky Sports or movies, plus wireless Sky broadband and the Sky Talk Home phone service. All three for just £35 a month. All you have to decide is John Terry or Halle Berry, Tiger Woods, or Jeremy Irons. For our biggest ever season of sport, or our greatest ever choice of movies, call 0870-9800. Sky. Believe in better. £30 standard set-up cost and BT line rental payable, subject to availability and equipment. Other product and price combinations available. Minimum contract 12 months. Further terms apply. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Oh... And the other topic was that no one's really been, uh, no one's raised, uh, I can't speak all of a sudden, I've suddenly just been hit by a massive wave of exhaustion, and I've got a slightly upset stomach, I won't go into details, but suddenly, ooh. Uh, the other thing that no one's really picked up on was, um, uh, why would you celebrate someone's birthday by putting a rubbish banner on a roundabout? Who are you? 0845 6060 David in the Neesden. 
Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm just phoning through my Mick Jagger impression because I think you don't really give him credit for being the complex chameleon-like character that he is. Okay. This is Jagger you're talking about, is it? Jagger, yes. Not, oh. not chameleon, chameleon. Chameleon, okay. Because um, I don't know if anyone's seen the interview with him in about 1959, when he was about 16. He was a public school student, and he was being interviewed about the right type of footwear to wear when going camping. I have and not seen that, no. I'd love to, though. It's, it, I've, I've seen it on a couple of clip shows. It's, um, yes, well, this is the type of shoe I'm wearing. And then flash forward to 1965... And suddenly, being interviewed on Ready, Steady, Go, he's a Cockney. Yes. He's a rebel, and he's got his Cockney... He's, his, he's uh, the first Mockney, isn't he? They're all, they're all quite well to do, the Rolling Stones, aren't they, in terms of, uh, you know, class and their upbringing. They're landed tree now. Um, in fact, uh, I think, um, what's his name, uh, Bill Wyman now lives in a stately home. Yeah. Um, but um, also, just from the point of view of singing... Yes. Um... He's quite a chameleon in terms of uh, his singing. He's, it's not all the um, everything is wrong, since what people left me. It's not all that sort of thing. Right. Um, do you know the song called Ruby Tuesday? Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. Uh, well, I think you're singing it in the caricature. That's how he sings Ruby Tuesday. Though. All his, he does sing exactly the same all the he's, way through. He's not, he's not as bad as that. He's a bit mellower on that one. No. Uh, I, suppose it's, I suppose it's like the quo. No one ever thinks that the quo can do anything more than their three-chord... Oh, the blooming Andrew, the Rick Parfitt's driver, phoned me up tonight and I forgot to call him back. Andrew, I'll give you a call tomorrow if you're listening. We're trying to get the quo in. Well, they they can do more than that. I mean, they they did Margarita Time and they did uh, In the Army Now. No. I think, the, I think the Stones are a bit more versatile. No, I, I do not. I, I just... I cannot stand... We Love You's a good song. Uh, we Love yeah. You. Uh, Angie... And you can't always get what you want. Uh, a good songs. The rest of it, no, thank you. And uh, what about the bass line? And I can't get no satisfaction. Never mind Mick Jagger and his vocals. What about? Da, 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 it's a nice da, little da, riff. It's a nice little sixties riff, but it's nothing special. But it's been sampled and reused again and again and again. But that's just because it's so iconic. It doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean it's good. But there's a lot of things. But there's not much stuff which is sampled just because it's iconic. Most of it's sampled because it's good as well. Well, no, a lot of stuff that's sampled is sampled because it's, it's, it's so familiar. But, but uh, familiar doesn't mean good. Well, not necessarily, and I suppose you could doubt the musical merits of the Martin Luther King I Have a Dream speech, which has been used in a few songs as a sample. Um, but anyway, that's all I find up to say. David, I don't want to uh, fall out with you over, over Mick Jagger, please. We're not falling out. We'll agree to differ. Oh, good lad. All right, David, thank you for that. He's the Robin Asquith of pop. <laughs> well, again, you make it sound like that's a good thing, but it isn't. Oh, man. 0845. Uh, 60609073. I'm here till uh, 10 o'clock, then it's Clive Bull. Uh, in His producer, Bob, is bunking. Oh, he's ill. Sorry, he's ill. Crazy Bob is ill. Gino! Oh, hello, Ian. Gino, you know the entrance fee, sir. Yeah, but, but can, can, can you do a Mick Jagger and I copy you? My name's Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones. My name's Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones. There we go, that'll do. Oh, hang on one second. <laughs> hang on, stay there. Okay. L- line two, can you do a Mick Jagger? I can't do a Mick Jagger. Well, then you can't come on, I'm afraid. Yeah, get rid of him, get rid of him. Yeah, go on, Gino, it's your turn. Um, Ian, right, before I get on to what I want to say, yes. you know how sometimes you get a bit moody when people go on about your previous stuff on the telly? Do I get moody? 
No, some you have you anyway. Maybe you maybe I get maybe I do get yeah, yeah, but, yeah, maybe. But yes. I saw a recent picture of you yeah. and the ones you get up tight, you don't even look the same. I may You're not completely be different. I do look different, don't I? Completely. I'm I'm grey and fat. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you're completely different. So, oh, it's just it, it's just comical now because what, what, anyway. But uh, why I'm phony? Getting up tight now. What's he talking about? Yeah. Yes. Have Gina. you ever been to the cinema on your own? Yes. But when we say on, the, on their own, we mean I mean without anybody else in there at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. A movie called like a John Walters movie. Yeah. Called Hairspray with Divine and Ricky Lake. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, and Ricky Lake. Yeah. And I went to see that. Yeah. Um, went to see it Monday after work. What, this week? No, Paul, uh, going Because you know they've, re- re- they've remade it. Yeah, but I'm just avoiding that, like, the play. Yeah, it looks good. And they're, they're doing a music... There's a stage musical as well, with Mel Smith in, of all people. Um, avoid that even more so. Yeah, yeah like a double play. I, I went to see Hairspray Monday after work, yep. Tuesday after work, Wednesday, Wednesday after, after work... work. Thursday after work. work. I mean, I went on a Friday, yeah. and I'm sitting there all on my lonesome, not yeah. quite happy, yeah. and these two girls in front of me have gone, yeah, could never go to the cinema on my own, and it just completely did me head in. Hang on, sorry, I, I've entirely missed the point of this story, Gino. I went to the cinema... Oh, Monday after work. consecutive, not in Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, after work. On the Friday... The two girls sitting in front of me yes. started to bitch about how they couldn't ever go to the cinema on their own. And it cracked me up. I stopped going. Well, hang on a second. So when you went, you went for four days to see the same film? No, yeah, the music was fantastic. But are you telling me there was no one else in the cinema? No, no. That's what we're talking about. No, it's at five o'clock and it's as empty as it can be. So you, it was literally just you in there? No, me and maybe half a dozen others. But that's not being in the cinema on your own. Okay, when we went to, we once went to Dublin, Mr Ferry, so we drove for an hour to the cinema, and there were just the three of us in there. But that's, but that's not being in the cinema on your own. That's you and two other people. Okay, okay. You've really tried to crowbar yourself into this story, (laughs) Gino, and you you don't fit at all. You're not welcome here. Go away. Oh, Go bye away. Bye. No, he's not well. No, you can't just bend a story. We're not really in a position to oh turn away callers though. Really? Yeah. Well, let's. I, I, I'm banking that Colin can, Colin can last five minutes and can take us up to the travel break. Colin, are you all right? Yes, Mister Ian Lee. How are you? Good lad. What's your pay your entrance fee, please? Ah, man, well, that sounds like Borat. Okay, but we'll let we'll let you in. You, 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 you've got in. You've got through the door, Colin. What yeah. have you got for us? Bearing in mind, you have to last four and a half minutes. Easy, easy. Okay. Should, should have put me a, a harder challenge in, you know? Oh, okay. Go on, then. Well, so basically, I'm just I'm just travelling past fleet services, and I've come across a speeding sign with a camera on it that says, variable speed camera in operation. Right. So I'm just kind of... I don't kind of know how to address the variable speed camera. What am I supposed to do? You know... Does that mean I have to constantly change speed in order not to get not to get busted? Or I don't know I'm, what a, a variable speed. Well, that means it can change with um, if there's different speeds on the motorway, like if there's roadworks or something. But there's no roadworks. There's no other speed limit. It's just one sign. 
Nothing else. Well, then I'd stick at... And there's no sign telling you to do a different speed or anything? No, nothing at all. Then stick at the, um, the... Whatever you're doing, then, as long as it's below 70, of course. Well, also, but it's just a whole kind of thing about road signs in general. I yes. mean, you know when you get that sign on the side of the road that has a picture of a plane and a red triangle? What yes. are you supposed to do with that? How are you supposed to avoid a plane? Well, it just... Well, all it means is just keep your eyes open. This really, well, this isn't, this isn't I kind of don't understand the point of it, really. Okay, this is this is not going to last up to the break. We're struggling. Yes, already. We're struggling already with three. We're and not a half struggling. We're not Let's talk about We're something. Let's talk about something. Okay. Cinema by yourself. Yes. I've been to the cinema by myself. It's boring. Rubbish. Don't fear the magic, Colin. Don't fear it. Don't fear the magic. Be the magic. Don't fear the magic. Be the magic. I've just. You know, you, you know this thing about taking food into into cinemas and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not just cinemas that it happens to, it's everywhere else. I tried to take food into a doctor's surgery once, I got thrown out. <laughs> you can't take food... Now, you're too young to remember this, Colin. Go when, on. When I, but well, do you remember when I went to the doctor's once and the doctor was smoking a cigarette in front of me? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Do you, you don't... You, honestly, in, in my day... It's just, uh, the eighth time I've said that time. In my day, the doctors were allowed to puff... A, do you know I nearly phoned you up the other day? Not phoned Did you me? up. Not phoned you up, but I nearly texted you. You should have texted me. I nearly texted you. Why not? Well, because I thought, well, I've not seen him for eight months, and I, you know, he won't... What be up to? What are you up to? Currently filming a programme about sex after marriage. Get me a job! Huh? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Who said that? Yo, get me a job? Uh, yeah, I can get. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I tell. I tell you, Colin, ladies and gentlemen. Colin is. Um, well, he, he, the, the the case was dropped, so I I, I can't call him a, a, an offender. But uh, <laughs> we uh, were driving in uh, L.A. Was it L.A.? It was LA Because everyone else who worked on that was an, was whatever, and we found the only two roundabouts in America. There are no <laughs> roundabouts in America. There are two. We found them, and it blew our minds. <laughs> it did. It did. It's, it's very odd how the way that kind of America stood still by the roundabout. Yeah, it, it everyone's did. confused. People are spinning around, going crazy. Scra- they were scratching their heads. They thought it was some kind of crazy time machine. But I felt I felt good how we navigated. We, looked, we were like kings. We driving well, around it seamlessly. Well, you were driving around. I refused to drive in America. It's an obscene oh, country. It was, it was what a ridiculous place. And, it, <laughs> and, and the valley. Get me a job. Sorry. Yeah, I, I can. I can. Can you? I tell you what. Why don't we? Uh, why don't I give you a bit of a B, and you can give me? You know. Give me oh some, no, some, I can't. I can't lay down. I can't lay down. But d- I can't lay down any lyrics. But do give us some of your your excellent beatboxing. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to record me some of them. I know I will. I, I promise next time, right? For next week, oh, I'll record something and you can you can play it on air. You can play it on air. Colin, it's lovely to talk to you, man. You too, and hopefully you've lasted up to the up to the news break. Well, no, but I'll fill the last minute just explaining what a muppet you are. All right. Cheers, I mate. Uh, see you later. Bye, bye. What? what, what, what oh, that was a surprise. I, halfway through that, I realised who that was, and he was worked with me on um, the uh, the David Beckham thing in uh, LA. And he refused to come and do the the Prince William and Prince Harry in Las Vegas. A good call on his part, I think. A blooming good call. Uh, but he's good beatbox, isn't it? He? he can do all the beatbox. That was what inspired me to try and learn beatboxing a while ago. Was that anyway? Oh, that's taking us very nicely up to the travel now. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine something. Andrew, are you just doing a jagger? Yeah, I can do um, honky tonk uh, women with the old electric guitar, mate. Oh, go on, let's have it. All right, you ready? Yes. Put the phone down. Go on. Oh. I met a gentle barroom queen in Memphis. She's 
tried to take me upstairs for a ride. Oh, I've got to cut him off. I feel bad, but he was awful. It's the travel news now. It's Karen Mercer. Well, if you're heading out onto the trains, there are alterations and cancellations on Heathrow Connect and Heathrow Express services. It's all because of engineering works, emergency engineering works in the South Hall area. On the tubes from 10 o'clock, that's in 15 minutes from now, the Victoria line is going to be suspended and there'll be buses running instead between Walthamstow Central and Finsbury Park and also between Victoria and Brixton. The M1, that's looking busy into town towards 8 for Hemel Hempstead. There was an accident which is now being recovered on the hard shoulder. Queues in both directions on Wembley High Road because of works outside the tube station and in Boreham Wood, Elstree Way is closed between Newark Green and Manor Way where they're doing some overnight works. It could make it a bit busier for you on the A1. That's part of the diversion route. In the city, the A10 Threadneedle Street is closed in both directions where a crane's working and there are some temporary traffic lights to work your way through on the A24 Ballam High Road right at the old Devonshire Road Junction. LBC 9 97.3 travel more throughout the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, this train is delayed. We don't know why or for how long. Next time you get delayed, remember you can check out the latest travel news on your mobile phone. Just call 0901 723 6666 and choose travel. Travel. And the M25 in Essex has... You can also select to hear news and weather updates too. Store 0901 723 6666 into your mobile now and stay in touch with LBC wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Calls cost 35 pence per minute from a BT landline. Other networks and mobile rates may vary. News, weather and travel on the go from LBC. Yeah, please. Good evening. Having What a lovely bloke. Right, uh, last fifteen minutes of show. My Mick Jagger's getting worse as the the show's going on. It started off actually sounding pretty decent in my head. Now it's sounding absolute guff. Uh, give us a call. What are you talking about? Knights of Prosperity, uh, delivery men, cinemas, throwing stuff at stages, uh, and celebrating someone's birthday by putting a rubbish banner on a roundabout. Let's go to Harry. Hello, Harry. Oh hi. You've got to Hello? Do, you've got to do the Mick Jagger. Oh, hello, Marion. Would you like another Mars bar, you, darling? You, you sound like a, a um, well, I won't say what you sound like. Anyway, Harry, what can I do for you? <laughs> well, I can remember back in the 70s when the old Covent Garden market was in Jury Lane. The yes. Jury Lane Theatre used to have gigs on Sunday night. And oh. we used to slip in the back door and watch the bands. We'd see quite a few good bands there. One night, the Straubs was on. Do you remember them? That, Rick Wakeman was in the Straubs, wasn't he? Was he? I just remember, we won't get me, I'm part of the union. You won't get me, I'm part of the union. Yes. And so we decided to go out again and go to one of the old fruit and veg stands, which was outside, and get all cabbages and tomatoes and carrots. Oh, no. And we all went in there, about 15 of us, and we just bombarded the stage with it. You bombarded the straubs? Yep, and we got bombarded back by them as well. Why, why, but why were you picking on the straubs, apart from the fact they were rubbish? Because we were bored. Yeah. We were young, <laughs> and we wanted to have a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so you threw vegetables at a mediocre band. Exactly. And were they annoyed? Or, or... Uh, no, it was a good, it was fun, because they started throwing it back, so it wasn't that annoying. Brilliant. It turned into a good free-for-all. Brilliant. Harry, thank you for that. You're welcome. Cheers, mate. There we go. We are asking. We don't condone it. It's all very naughty. It's, it's, it's not good. But we are asking this evening, have you ever thrown anything uh, at someone that's been on stage? Because, you know, sometimes people are so cack uh, that a, a boo or a slow hand clap, it's not enough. You need you need more than that. And, uh, and what could be more damning 
of someone's performance than chucking something at them. Chris is in the East Dulwich. Hello, Chris. Yay! Whoa, hey, calm down. Hey, I'm calm, I'm calm. It's, 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 only, it's, only, it's only LBC, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, it's my first call to a radio station. Oh, right, Chris. Well, Chris, you have to do a Mick Jagger impression to get on tonight. I don't even know who Mick Jagger is. Excuse me? I'm 16. So what? That, that, that excuse doesn't work. How, how, well, have you, does. How, Mick Jagger's meant to be a 50-year-old man. Have you heard of uh, a man called Jesus Christ? No. The education is really poor nowadays. You know who Jesus Christ is? No. Right, we'll have to... If you can't do a Mick Jagger, Chris, I'm going to have to cut you off. Okay, I can try to do, like, a Mick Jagger, Eminem kind of style. What, what do you mean, Eminem kind of style? What's, where's the connection? Uh, you know in? that song? Baby, 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 I'm a rock star. No, no. Yeah, Mick Jagger, there you go. It'll, it'll only do because we ain't got that many calls. <laughs> your, your point had better be flipping good, young man. Well, you always talk about Japan being I... the greatest country in the world, yeah. Uh, well, I've never actually said it's the greatest country in the world. But it's the only other country you could think about living in. Though so it doesn't necessarily mean it's the greatest country in the world, but yes, I would like to live there one day. Tokyo yeah. is definitely the best city in the world, yes. Well, uh, anyway, yeah. Yes. But you, you always talk about Tokyo and stuff, but you never talk about the greatest thing about Japan. Which is? Which is the anime. They make the greatest animations of all time. Uh, you, how old are you, Chris? You're 16, did you say? Yeah. Well, then, when you get a little bit older, you'll realise that the anime is not the greatest thing about Japan. Oh, oh, it's oh. not the greatest thing about it. It may be good, but it's not the greatest thing about the Japan. It's the women. Uh, ah! Uh, that is well... This is from a man who's more than... Get this! More than twice your age! It's the women. Yeah. But I've never... Do you know I'm not a massive fan of anime. Why? I've never really seen it, I'll be honest. I like Japanese horror films, but I've never really seen anime. What, 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 but what? You go to Japan all the time. You must see it. Well, like, no, I, I've only been to Japan once, and that was about six years ago. Uh, but it's all around you. Well, it's I managed to avoid it pretty much. They are obsessed with anime in Japan. Well, not as much as you think they are. Woo! Yeah. They have, they have movies. Yeah, yeah they have movies. Yes, yes. Red carpet movies yes. about animation. Okay, well that doesn't mean that everybody over there. Anime is very, very big over there. But you, yeah. you can walk around and not see an anime film, definitely. What? Yes. It, it's possible to walk around Japan without seeing any anime movies. You have just blown my mind. Yeah, it's true. Guess what, Chris? When I was there, I didn't... Well, I did see one movie, actually, but I can't, <laughs> I can't say what it is on the radio. Uh, but... Uh, the, the, ah, you dirty boy. No, anyway, well, the, 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 the TV in the hotel room is broken. Anyway. <laughs> so, but, but we, we recommend something to me, Chris. Recommend something to you. Okay, I recommend... Naruto. Naruto. Have you heard of it? No. <laughs> okay. We're going to get at least five callers saying... How many times... Well, I bet we get no calls saying they've heard of Naruto. Okay, that's true, because you are lacking calls right now. That's correct. That's why I'm talking to you for so long. <laughs> also, yes. I recommend Bleach. Bleach? Mm, yes. That's pretty good. Okay. And... Oh, we've just got another call in. Richard in Putney! Hi, Ian. Uh, Richard, give us your Mick Jagger, please. Um, right. Um, I am Mick Jagger. I, I am Mick, Mick Jagger. Oh, but, um, could we move on, please? Sorry. Yes, we can. All right. Sorry, yeah, I know you're struggling, but... I'll no, do you know what? We're, we're not struggling that much. Alan! Hi. Can I have your Mick Jagger, please? Uh, I can't get no satisfaction. Oh, jeez. Uh, 
Oh, no, it's bad. No, we're not. We're not struggling. We're not struggling that much. Now, we, we're going to go to Andrew now. Andrew. Hi, can, how are you? Can you give me a Mick Jagger? I don't know how to talk about him. I'm going to have to cut you off then. No, I just want to actually reply to that guy that was saying he says he was... No, 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 Andrew, you can't come on unless you give me a Mick Jagger impression. Uh, <laughs> I talk like that. I'm Mick I, I, I know I can do the Cockney. You all right, mate? I'm sorry? Is that what you want me to say? Yeah, so, actually, in that voice, can you just say, my name is Mick Jagger, I'm in the my Rolling Stones? My name is Mick Jagger. That'll do, that'll and do. Jerry Hall is my ex-wife. There we go, there we go, you're doing it. <laughs> right, Andrew, what can I do for you? Yeah, man, look, I was actually just replying to that guy that was saying that, well, he's too young to know about Mick Jagger. Yes. And what, I, I'm sorry, I just, I don't want to spoil the fun here. But no, don't spoil the fun. <laughs> don't spoil the fun, though, because we're having so much fun, don't spoil it. The thing is... Please... Um, He's going to spoil it, isn't he? Hello? Yes? Yeah, the thing that I, I want to say is that regarding um, British youngsters, they actually just don't know but, how to tap into their old music, you yes. understand, which was great in the 70s and 80s. Yes, yes. Whereas you find Apart a lot of the, the Americans, when they produce some great albums, they go into their past, yes. and you can find a 20 or 16-year-old kid saying, that, oh, yeah, I know about Michael Jackson, I know about Marvin Gaye, I know yes. about... Uh, I know about um, the Stones. You know, they're not so embarrassed about it. What's wrong with them, man? Is, What's the problem? I, I think that people here realise that the Rolling Stones are rubbish. No. They are... Treasure. That's, your, that's British treasure. No, it's, well, it's not British treasure. It's rubbish treasure. <laughs> the Beatles are British treasure. The, mm, oh, they were, no. They were good boys, man. They were too good. No, no, no. But the Rolling Stones <laughs> were good boys. It was my, all... mom, my mom loved the Stones. My mom loved the I Stones. I couldn't care less. The, the Stones... women loved the Stones. The Stones they, were... They kind of like they were kind of like a rough edge you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah well they, they, it was all hype though they weren't rough they were, they were the Rolling Stones in real life were posher than the Beatles they came from really well to do middle class families mm, yeah but they actually they, they, they kept on a good act <laughs> well they, they, exactly it's an act that's all it is an act <laughs> but you know one group I loved in the, in the, in the 70s was it the Bay City Rollers Shawaddy Waddy. Not the best. Uh, the Straubs I like um, the, this group uh, what's the name of this group now Boney M um, not Bonnie M. You just made me lose my train of thought. Oh, your th your train uh, of thought. Did he just say you've made me lose my train of thought? He did, yeah. didn't he? You yeah. said train of thought. Yeah. Well done, you. <laughs> well, um, I'm trying to remember. get your train of thought back. Yeah, you know Toto. You remember Toto? Uh, I, I, I do, I'm aware of Toto, oh, I yes. love this song, that song on Africa. I love oh, what song did um, Foreigner do? It was so popular in Africa in those days. Good. Huh? What song did Foreigner do? Foreigner Africa. I remember it, but I, I know I know the group you're talking about. Were they more than a feeling? Was Foreigner more than a feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've been offered Foreigner, and I said, no thanks, they're rubbish. <laughs> and, Andrew, I've got to go. No problem, man. Thank you. It's it's Mick Jagger, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hello, Mick. All right, now, can I tell you a fact? It really is Mick Jagger as well. This is fantastic. Go on. Yeah, let me give you a fact, sunshine. Yes. Right, in April... We did 20 shows at Wembley. Yes. Which equated to 100 million tickets. Right. They went on sale at midday. Yes. And were sold out by one minute past midday. 100 million tickets sold out in less than a minute. Wow. So we... You know, you say people don't like the Stones. No, I'm, so, I'm not saying that. I'm saying people do like the Stones, but, the sto but your band, the Rolling Stones, sir... Uh, is over r overrated and rubbish. Is it, man, I'm a powerful man, right? Uh, and I am taking your show off air at ten o'clock 
Because I've had enough. Well, uh, that that happens anyway, Mick. Oh, I know. It's happening because I am taking you off the air at ten. Well, what are you going to replace me with at ten? I'll get a Clive Bull. You reckon, do you? Clive Bull is a huge Stones fan, man. After every gig, he waits for me. Well, well, let's see if door. let's see if that happens, shall we, Mick Jagger? Get off! Get you get off! Get off the get, radio! Get off my show, Mick Jagger! Up yours! Oh, I do. I, I can only apologise for Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones there and his filthy, filthy potty. What a rude, rude man he is! That's why I don't like them. What a rude, rude, vaguely obnoxious man he is. That's why I'm not a fan. Oh, dear, we can all calm down a little bit now. So, if you missed today's show, it, it sounded vaguely like this. Oku is post office. But what is it? Why do you think everybody's going to poison you? The famous Mike Mendoza True story. Uh, donut incident of 1986. It's immensely Welsh, not kind of any kind of uh, East European. I never get nothing nice from my or presenter. Eki <laughs> is station. Are you testing me now? Yep. I really like the bit where they, um, explode Canary Wolf. Oh. She D player is CD player. Yeah. Everyone she that calls player. in has to do a Mick Jagger impression. I'm not, I'm Mick Jagger here. It's not, it's not Mick Jagger at all. I can't get the nasally bit. Well, do you want to tell us any more about it? I think her name was Trisha. Hello, how do, how, how are you? It's all right letting yourself go. You sound more like Zippy. Harry, can you do a Mick Jagger impression for me? Talking about my kid. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. LB He's good, isn't he? That was absolutely disgusting. Turn off. Seriously, turn off. I don't want you listening to this program. I could do Mick Jagger. Oh, that voice is giving me nightmares. Hello, Jason. I love your mushy peas. Okay, that's just scary. And finally, it's H Boy. Fuck. Sorry? Fuck. Oh, as he say, he's saying, what's up? Don't worry, you can, you don't need to press that dumb button. Not a lot, boss. I've got to go in a minute. Right, I've got a quick word on the roundabout thing. Oh, yeah, go on. Right, how do you want to. How about sponsoring a roundabout? Okay. There's a sign up. Yeah. In this roundabout in Harrow, it says. Sponsor around about like ten quid a month. Ten quid a month, and you can like garden it and water it. I don't want to garden it. Can I put pictures of me uh, on there? Yeah, you could get uh, what's his name, Mike Mendoza, to garden it for you. H boy, thank you very much for that. And on that note, we shall uh, leave. Clyde Ball is up next. Mick Jagger seems has got his way, as he always does. I'm back tomorrow at seven. I'm doing a full week this week. That's unusual for me. Oh uh, eight four five no- six zero oh, six zero oh, nine seven three. Nearly. If you want to call Clyde Ball, thanks a lot. Bye bye. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC At 10, court hears about the moment Menezes was shot More postal delays on the way and the banknote worth a lot more than its face value It's 10 o'clock, I'm Katie Brethwick